Welcome. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Denise, welcome. Julie, welcome. It's Friday night. Love one, right? Share this out, share this out, share this out. Okay, so last week we finished with session 12. However, I didn't get to uh, talk about the last two questions uh, as well as I wanted to in session 12 because they're important. Ra was explaining and talking about wanderers and talking about the problems physically, psychologically, and spiritually that wanderers have. So I want to get involved in that because I had jumped up to go and close the blinds before my mother got confused trying to close the blinds. And that, when I sat back down, I immediately started reading the chat and got distracted and didn't address what Raw was talking about. <clears throat> so I want to get involved in that first thing, and then we'll go forward, right? Uh, this last week was kind of crazy. So uh, session 13 is Raw. It, uh, raw, I say Raw, right? That's funny. Uh, but I didn't, fi- I didn't get a chance to fix... Uh, the the wording, so you're going to hear the computer say IMRA uh, until next week when I fix it. I, this week was really crazy for me, very busy for me, and I didn't have a chance to fix the audio. I have the audio, so we'll be able to hear it, but he's not going to say I am raw. He's going to say I am RA. So I apologize for that for this week. For those of you listening into that, that's why that is. My Wi-Fi is also slamming up and down right now it's perfect but it's slamming up and down so that sucks but that always happens I, unfortunately i have two military bases and two international airports less than five miles from where i am and um, literally as we were sitting here and i was waiting for the show to start literally a military helicopter fly to, flew over the top of my house not a joke <laughs> all right and it wasn't coast guard it was military helicopter. I didn't go and look at it, but it sounded like a CH-53E uh, Super Stallion, but it could have been uh, um, maybe a, uh, uh, I think it was a Super Stallion. Uh, but that's crazy, right? So that's, we have that all the time. We have the Coast Guard. The, the base here 
is where the if there's any fires in especially northern california but all of california we're essentially located here in the state capital it's one of the reasons why they put it here so we have the the base here for all of the aircraft that fly out to fight fires anywhere in the state of california so if they're going east or north they fly over my house out and back out and back and so when we were having the fire season that was happening a lot it was really messing up my uh wi-fi and then uh, the commercial airlines don't fly over here, but the private ones do. The commercial airlines fly around us, but the military flies right over us <laughs> all the time, back and forth. It's kind of crazy. Okay, so I want to get into, and I apologize if my microphone, Peter, welcome, brother. I didn't see you there until I have a look at the chat. If my microphone is cutting out currently right now, it's because my Wi-Fi has slammed down to one bar. I apologize for that. There's nothing I can do about that unless I change from... Uh, from Xfinity to another company. And where I live, I live in an apartment complex where they only allow a couple of different ones in here. And Xfinity has the fastest when it's actually working. However, most of the time it's going up, down, up, down, up, down. The television sound is cutting out as the Wi-Fi drops off. The sound uh, goes away for two or three seconds and then the sound comes back on on the television. So that's affecting everything, all the signals. I can't change that because they won't let me put a satellite dish up uh, in this complex. Uh, so because of that, I don't have a direct uh, sat link unless I get a sat phone and hook it to my, uh, to my computer, which I may do <laughs> just, just because I haven't gotten a sat phone yet, but I more than likely will be at some point getting one of that's on my uh, list of things I need to get. Okay. So let's continue with, um, and thank you for those of you who are sharing the, the video out. Um, so it looks like the, the witch's tower is in the house, right? I saw her there. Casey, welcome. I saw that she hit the like. I don't know if if uh, if she's actually, Celeste is actually in the audience. She hadn't said hello. <laughs> but I saw that she hit like, and I think she shared the, the show. So thank you. If you're out there, Casey, and you can hear me, thank you. Um, there she is. Yeah, right. That's at least that's somebody from the witch's tower. So I think that's Casey. I think that, I looked up and said, Casey, sorry. I think that's uh, that's uh, her coming in Celeste right there coming in as the witch's tower, which is cool to give yourself some credit. I was going to tell you that last week. So you must have read my mind because I was like, why don't you come in as from your group, from your from your page? And that way you can have that uh, there. Right. It is. Sounds right. See. So. OK. So thank you for, for sharing that into your uh, onto your page for your uh, uh, people. People to be able to uh, partake in this. Uh, again, if I don't answer you and you're in the chat, it's possible because I am on Facebook on two different places, Orion Rising and my personal uh, wallpaper. If you're on my wallpaper and you make a comment and I don't see it in the chat, go to Orion Rising, the page there on, on Facebook, and you'll be able to hop into that chat or go over to YouTube uh, at, at my YouTube channel, which is under my name, and then I'll be able to see what you guys are saying. Okay, so, um, yeah, right, Peter says, does Elon Musk's internet work in your area, right? That might not be something to, or it might be something I should look into, right? Either that or, or uh, uh, hop onto, uh, onto the, orange, uh, the orange guy, the ex-POTUS. Uh, he, he's, he's starting up that uh, as well. So, and then uh, Dan Bongino was starting up another one again. Uh, if, if so, the, so there'll be options that won't be these internet uh, signals that I'm um, checking into here that in the future. Okay, so 
Thank you, Casey. I didn't see that you had, normally I get a, a, a notice for whoever shared this. Thank you for sharing this. Those of you who share this, if I don't mention your name, I apologize because sometimes the, the notifications pop up like just when uh, when Celeste was popped up, someone else popped up just before then and went boom, 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 boom. And I looked up and saw the, the Witch's Tower. So it was probably, Casey, you were probably sharing it at the same time. <laughs> and so it popped up. So I apologize that I didn't say thank you. So for those of you who are sharing it, thank you. Okay, so let's go back to the last two questions in the Law of One on Section 12. Because Raul was talking about... Um, See, now I'm getting the notification, Casey, uh, up on there uh, that you reacted to it. So, it, so I saw that. <laughs> so you shared, you are the one of the ones that shared it before that, I'm sure. So the the, the information that was being given to um, Carla or coming through Carla to Dawn, the questioner, about uh, um, about um, wanderers is that the majority of them are coming from the sixth density here into the third density. Okay. Uh, some above that and some in the fourth and fifth, but the majority come from the sixth dimension, sixth density. That that group of, of uh, people, souls that are coming here, that is not even a, a option uh, anywhere in this solar system for sixth density life forms. So they're coming from another uh, part of the galaxy, if not outside the universe, but more than likely just about everybody's localized to this universe that are coming here. There's a few that are not, and I'm not going to get involved in that because you guys would like, but probably change the channel except for those of you who actually know me and are, are part of my conversations and working with me, which most of you, I think that are in the crowd right now, but those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, it might be a little bit too much for your, for you. And you might go, okay, this guy's nuts. He's lost his mind. Most people do that anyway. Okay, so let's go to that. So wanderers are coming from the sixth. However, he they went into discussing the physical problems that wanderers have and psychological and, and uh, spiritual problems that wanderers have. And he and and actually said, actually said, because of their vibration coming from a higher octave and being uh, lowering their vibration and being born in this. Uh, density dimension that uh, causes problems. And I tell people this all the time. And most of the people are like, well, where are you getting this from? Well, first of all, I knew this prior to knowing what a wanderer was and learning what that was about four years ago. Now, depending on the reality that you're in 2017 is what I remember, but according to this reality that we're, that we're currently in, it was 2019 when I first read <laughs> the Law of One, uh, but that's not when I first read the Law of One. But that's in this reality, that's what uh, everybody else thinks, because that's when, when I started my shows in 2019 and 2020, uh, and it was 2018 and 2019. However, I shifted from one reality into this one. Brianna, welcome. So wanderers have problems because of their vibration being at a higher rate. We have physical manifestations of problems that are above and beyond far more than other people. We have digestive issues, autoimmune issues. Uh, we have all kinds of problems that doctors will be like, well, you're like one in 10 million people, one in 100 million people get what you got. So you're going to find that, but you're also going to find like I have, uh, you know, skin conditions that my doctor had told me that uh, I should uh, I should treat myself as if I'm uh, an albino, 
because my skin is so sensitive to light, to everything. I have to wear cotton. I can't wear above 30% polyester. Uh, and even that's kind of sketchy for me. I have to use free and clear uh, laundry detergent. I have to use almost 100% pure soap uh, without perfumes and without a bunch of shit in it. Pardon my American. Pardon my American uh, slang there. Um, so I have a lot of, I don't have a lot of food allergies, but I do like, for instance, all of the dyes, blue lake, yellow lake, red dye, number five, all of that stuff. Uh, if I eat those, like if I eat M&Ms with all those dyes on the color coding on in that sugar, I get like, uh, like I'm on crack. You think I'm freaking hyper. You guys talk to me, you know how fast I talk. That runs in my family, but uh, but if you think that's fast, get me on some M&Ms and it's not because of the chocolate and the sugar. It's because of the uh, the dyes or anything that I eat that has a bunch of dyes in it. I just get going to like 150,000 miles a second. So I'm allergic to the color, food coloring and dyes. Um, and so that, that so, but you're going to find that these are signs. And I tell people that all the time when, when people go, oh, I have all these problems. I have these autoimmune problems. I'm, you know, I have... Uh, whatever, because I have diverticulitis, I have arthritis, I have, uh, you know, people will be like, I have, you know, irritable bowel syndrome or some form of that uh, to, that's in their intestines and uh, can't eat meat or, and it's not just the normal stuff where you hear people go, yeah, my body, I, I don't process milk very well. Uh, and then it's just, that's about it. But then they're out in the sun uh, uh, 24 seven and getting a tan or they can eat anything else and nothing seems to bother them and they never seem to gain weight or they or whatever. And you just look at them and go, why can't they be like that? And it, it, because you are a wanderer, so your vibration, even though you're in and have come through legally into a body and have born in here, your soul has already bypassed this. All of the universe knows that and that you don't fit in this reality. And that's one of the things that also aids us into, but it also alienates us. And I'll get in that, to, into that in a second. It aids us in, in uh, waking up, right? The immune system is attacking my, this is, this is Celeste talking now. She says, the, my immune system is attacking my uh, endocrine system. See, there you go. That is, and you have to figure out, doctors are not going to figure out what they can do for you. They're going to put you immediately on medication and they're going to try you on a bunch of stuff. And I'm not trying to, to, talk crap about doctors because they're working with what they have, but they, but that's what they do. Okay. So that's the problem that, that we all have is we have to become our own advocate and find our own uh, body, but that forces us to do that. It forces us to figure out in you know, with our own selves, our body, what we can and can't eat, what we can and can't take that will uh, aid us into suppressing these issues. Right. I've had people on the, the shows. We had that woman from Australia on a couple of years ago. Um, in my memory, it was two years ago, but apparently in this reality, it was just last year. But I'm sure it had to have been the year before that. Some of you might remember that. And she was from Australia and she couldn't be live because so she was going to be in the outback. So we had to uh, film her. Uh, and then we had her on and uh, played her uh, her story. And she was bedridden with pain. 
and and she could not move and was just stuck in bed and thought to herself, this can't be what life's about. There has to be something more than this. And she decided I have to figure out myself what's going on. And and she now she's up and moving around and she's not in pain and she's completely healthy because she figured out her body and her spiritual mindset aligned her chakras, you know, did that whole cleansing, did the whole thing that, you know, that Jesus talked about, Muhammad talked about, all these people in these religions, these mainstream religions, uh, were teaching people, not just those that I mentioned, but the, the Buddha, the Tao, these people all around the world, including Mahatma Gandhi and these Sufis from around the world, are teaching that you need to become one with yourself. And in doing so, that's the secret of the grail that Arthur needed to remember. You and the land are one. And as you flourish, so too does the land. And that was what Percival figured out for him and brought that back to him, that knowledge. And then the drink from the, the cup, which was the, they, they integrated that into the story because of the Catholic religion and the cup of Christ. Okay, that wasn't the original story, but that's the one that's been handed down because they became Christian. So that that story. But if you look at the, the ancient Viking story of the sword and the stone and then what happened after that, um, you can read that story in the Bohemian texts. I used to use the word Bohemian because that's what they call that now. That's not what the Vikings called it. <laughs> they just called it the way, right? The religion. Uh, but that's what's referred to now in popular, uh, um, popular mechanics, popular science, popular, uh, you know, popular spiritualism. They call it Bohemianism. Um, I call it Vikingism. So the the story is different. Uh, then the way they changed it for the Christianization of that story of pulling the sword from the stone. And then what happened after that with Arthur, with Arturius, who was half Roman, by the way, and half uh, English. Um, however, the story is still similar enough that, you know, he was betrayed by his sister and she got pregnant with his son. And that took away his energy. That has to do with the whole Druid thing. They left all that out. Uh, when um, Arthur was a boy, he was taught by Merlin and in the 21 lessons of Merlin or the 18 lessons, it depends on which avenue you go down because it's really only 18, but they split it and talked about it as 21 lessons because they gave more details on a couple of the lessons. So either way, they both work because you're getting the same information. So those of you out there who are going 21 lessons, never heard of that. What are you, an idiot or the other way around? They're both out there in the teaching. I know this because I was taught both and why. I have a Merlin title that was given to me by my father. It took 17 years of my life, 16 years and some change of my life, and, uh, literally all day in and day out before I was given that title. Just like uh, Arthur, who never got a title because he didn't want it, um, who could have had it. But, however, let me get into the details. So the, the religion had been split into masculine and feminine because they understood that. So the Druid uh, religion was men and the Wiccan religion was women. And so they split the, the, the one religion into two for masculine and feminine, but they're both part of the same religion, which name uh, escapes me right now. And it's also in Welsh. So the, the actual name of the religion as a whole escapes me in this moment. Peter might know it. He might be able to tell it to us. 
Um, I just can't remember it right now. But there is another name for that religion, which we call paganism. The, the Christian church calls it paganism. Um, that, that was the whole religion. And the reason that they did that was that, and that was had to do with the sexual rights and how uh, when women and men have sex, how the man, because he's the masculine, because he's the, the male, he is injecting into the female. Well, he's not just in ejecting his sperm. He's also injecting a lot of energy into the female when that process happens. And um, that's why you women have more energy after sex than you did before sex started. And men are freaking wiped out. So in training, the men would abstain from having sex so they could keep their energy to use that energy. Uh, and so all of that has to do with uh, with uh, the, the the energy of, of each one. What does that have to do with anything? That has to do with the balance of your chakras and your energy itself and the energy that you have within you that you can consume or get from nature. And that goes to the charm of making. Okay. And that is you knowing, realizing that I am one with nature because I am nature because I am the creator on a smaller microscopic level level or a micro the microcosm to the macrocosm of the the one. Okay, so what does that have to do with what I'm talking about with the transfer of energy and the problems that we have? To not realize that as your mind wiped as a wanderer, you then uh, are reminded by your physical body constantly showing you, I don't fit here. Then in your, in your psychological makeup, you feel this sense of loneliness because you're used to coming from a place that is fifth or sixth, right? Fourth, fifth, or sixth. And each one of those, as we move into the fourth density, we start uh, uh, being able to detect each other on a spiritual level far more prevalent than we do in this dimension and density. So you're used to being in a place, if you came from the sixth or above, to where you were a hive mind. You had all, everyone in your entire species that was residing on whatever world or worlds that you guys occupied you have all of their energy and personalities around you like a blanket at all times. And then you come here and you're separated, not only by yourself, but by sex as well. We talked about that last week, how there's another half of yourself somewhere on this planet that is you, your soul, that is residing at the same time that you are here, but they are your, your opposite, but not like I'm the good one, they're the evil one, but that like everything that you are, if you're more masculine in this life, they're more feminine in this life. If you're more feminine in this life, they're more masculine in this life. And you guys are working on separate emotions. You're not working on the same problems unless it's a really big problem that you feel that you really need to work on. Otherwise, you could be working on survival. They could be working on love. Do you understand? Yeah, almost mirror. Yeah. Uh, 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 Celeste said mirror. Yes, almost the mirror. Right. So. Casey says, I've had better days. Oh, you just, you guys were talking amongst yourself because Brianna said something. So I don't need to, I thought you were saying something for, for the show, but you weren't, you're actually talking to, uh, to about what's going on. So um, COVID test, poo-poo, tuga, right? But you have to do that, right? So, and it was positive. Oh, that sucks. 
make sure you take all the right things, right? Drink a buttload of water, take a buttload of vitamin C, take a buttload of vitamin E, that'll help too. Vitamin D, right? Zinc, that kind of stuff. It's going to suck anyway because it's COVID. So it's going to, it's a bad, it's the worst flu bug that's out there right now because it's genetically enhanced. They don't want to hear us say that, but that just came out again on the news. Fox was talking about it two days ago. Um, and uh, they actually caught on camera uh, a guy who is in charge of uh, research in Pfizer bragging about it when he thought he was on a date and bragging about them doing basically gain of function research. I'm not going to go any further than that because the algorithm is going to boot me off the air. Okay, but you guys can watch those videos. They're out there. Uh, and uh, Elon Musk is also dropping some more, and that's going to come out soon again uh, in the next uh, few days. By next Wednesday, uh, Elon Musk is going to drop some more information. Okay, so I'm not going to go any further because I know that the algorithms are looking for me. They're looking for anybody speaking like that. Okay, so do what you need to do, Casey, and take care of yourself, and, and just be diligent and make sure that uh, that you're, you know, that it doesn't go into like the lungs or whatever and get worse on you. Just take care of yourself. We'll send you some energy. Everybody out there that has the ability, Reiki or otherwise, send some healing energy to Casey so that she can get past this flu bug. Because, Casey, that is what it is. It's not that scary and dangerous. It only is like any flu bug. If you don't take care of it, it can turn into pneumonia or something else. Okay. So, so. So things happen to us that are trying to remind us, and that's a good thing, because we don't fit here, our anxiety level is a little bit higher, our physical body doesn't work right, we have allergies to every darn thing under the sun, we can't go out in the sunlight so much, we have whatever it is, you know that it's exacerbated beyond the norm uh, of, of things. Those are signs that you're a wanderer when you go, man, I got like everything wrong and everybody else in my family can, can, uh, you know, eat poop and howl at the moon and it doesn't matter. And they can eat whatever they want to eat, no matter how hot, no matter how, whatever, doesn't matter. They never gain weight. They always tan. They, they never get sick. The, all that, because they fit here. And if it's not everybody in your family, you know who I'm talking about because you're looking around at the world and you're like, why is it that I have all these issues and none of these people do? Well, cause they're indigenous. You're not. Okay. So those are signs that you're a wanderer, but there's also problems, psychological problems and spiritual problems, so especially spiritual problems, because you come from a place of, of, um, of galactic understanding, right? Of, of this understanding of universal enlightenment. Isn't that what, uh, what uh, uh, Nikola Tesla said? I just posted what he said last night. Um, uh, and I believe he said uh, universal, uh, uh, um, you know, it, uh, something to the words to that effect. I have to look it up on my phone. You guys can look it up on my reels. Right. Uh, but it's true. And and I, I posted that and somebody laughed. One of these guys laughed at me. One of these guys who thinks he's like all that. And I wrote a book. Yeah, I wrote three, bro. I don't walk around going, I wrote a book and I'm writing a screenplay. Yeah, I have a screenplay, too. I have a screenplay for a movie and a, for a TV series out in Hollywood that producers have read. And I've had producers say, sorry, we don't feel like we want to make your movie at this time. They'll probably steal the idea and you'll find a movie that'll be very similar to my book. <laughs> It'll come out and they'll make millions off of it. I'm okay. They did the same thing with my paperwork. I turned in as my thesis in college for my midterm, uh, for, no, it was for my final. And uh, it was called Who Watches the Watchers? 
History Channel has a has a documentary called Who Watches the Watchers. Literally didn't change it. And they used all my information, all of my research. And all they did was put some video uh, and some pictures uh, to it. And the narrator is speaking the words I wrote for my college thesis that my obviously my government teacher or someone in that class uh, liked it enough to where they sold it or stole it and sold it or something. And History Channel made a documentary out of it. In fact, uh, Omar... Uh, Omar Fazy, who has his uh, Watchers talk, that entire thing was designed because he saw who watches the Watchers and he started calling himself the Watchers talk. He won't tell you that now, but uh, a few years ago when we were working together, he told me that that's why. He was like, no way when I first met him. That is not, you seriously, you wrote that? I'm like, yeah, I don't have the paperwork anymore, but I used to have the graded paper that I got a B minus on, graded on a bell curve from my college professor, and I could hand it to you and you could watch the documentary. I have. And you could follow along the documentary with everything that I wrote. And I wrote that back in 1992 or three or four. Uh, Bill Clinton was the president at the time, it was right after his, it was in during his first term. So or maybe his the beginning of the second term. So it was way before History Channel came out with theirs. It was 10 years or so before the History Channel came out with theirs. And I used to have proof and I laughed about it. People were like, why don't you, why don't you still, you know, sue them? Why? They have made it into something that has changed the face of the world, people have paid attention to that and still do. Look at look at Watcher's Talk. That was created, and his entire idea of what he's doing was created because he watched that, and I'm the one who actually wrote that originally. So I don't care. I'm not out for money and fame. I'm out for changing the course of the universe and the world. So if that helps by doing that, I'm okay with that. Um, and the other thing that Tesla said, when asked about uh, Albert Einstein, because they asked Albert Einstein, how does it feel to be the smartest man on the planet? And Albert Einstein uh, answered with, I don't know, you'll have to ask Nikola Tesla. This is a true, true story. Then when they talked to Nikola Tesla about Albert Einstein, um, he said, yeah, I love Albert Einstein's, this is, this is not verbatim now, uh, but he said, I love Albert Einstein's theories because his theories and all the other theories that all of those guys came up with are idiotic and they're keeping people, all the entire scientific uh, research of the entire earth from going down the dangerous road that I went down. Okay, so he understood exactly what Einstein and Oppenheimer and all those guys were talking about. And the can you imagine this? Oppenheimer called himself death and the destroyer of worlds. Right. He did, the only thing he didn't do was call himself Sutur. Those of you who know anything about Viking folklore, you would understand what I just said. Uh, and so he, he literally said, I am the destroyer of worlds because of what they discovered. And that in and of itself according to Nikola Tesla, is child's play compared to the knowledge that he learned. And I know that for a fact, and I know what he learned. Okay. And yes, and it's the, the, and it is the knowledge. It is this knowledge for one, uh, but there's, but there's more and I'm not going to get involved in, in that right now. But, but some of you there that I've talked to before, especially Peter, you guys actually understand what I'm talking about. And that information is scary. And that's why Dramvalo Melchizedek left because they were trying to get him to go down that road and teach them how to do it or do it for him and turn it into a weapon. And that's why in 2012, he stopped 
uh, and or just before that, 2011, after he gave that video play that we just played two weeks ago in the in the groups that Peter played, not Peter or Kyle that's here now, but Peter uh, GB from Africa, who is sleeping now. He doesn't watch my show now because it's nighttime for him. And he said, I'll watch it in the morning when I wake up. I can't watch it at night before I go to bed, which because he's in South Africa, it's night there just like Peter is in, in UK right now. Peter Kyle that's here, he's in the UK and it's late for him. It's eight hours ahead of me. So uh, he doesn't watch it before he goes to bed because he can't sleep because of what I talk about keeps him up while he's thinking about it. So he waits till the morning and then just starts his day. So he has the whole day to think about it. So he'll be having comments later, I'm sure, in the chats. Okay, so th there's a reason for that. The information that, that Nikola Tesla knew and kept from them uh, is, uh, yeah, I know Peter hates it when I say he's in the UK because he's not. He's in Ireland. Ireland is, in fact, not part of the UK. He's just on UK time, and it drives the people in Ireland crazy. I apologize, Pete. I do, brother. You know I love you, and I forget about that. And I always say UK time, and I say you're in the UK, and you're actually not part of the UK. And I know that. I fought to keep that government outside of the UK <laughs> for most of my adult life. And I still make the mistake. It's like saying, do you understand, right? You're making the mistake and asking you if you stand under what I'm saying to you, if you, if you bow down to my will. Right. But it's programmed in your brain over and over and over. I apologize, Pete. Thank you for correcting me on that. So I won't say that. I'll have to get that out of my my psyche. And that's like I'm trying to work on the, the word understand. So. So the, the, the information is the knowledge and Jesus was talking about it and referring to it. And so was Muhammad. So was Moses. So were these people, everyone in the know, uh, know that. Okay, what does that have to do with being a wanderer? Because you know it too, you just forgot. Okay, and you've brought that with you coming into this life. As a wanderer, you have the, the things that you need to look for. And people say, how do you know if I'm a wanderer? First thing I ask is, you know, like, okay, what's your blood type? What's your DNA? What's your name? Because the name that you've chosen for yourself also means uh, something. You just don't know that unless you're in, uh, researching your names. First, last, you know, first, middle, and last name. Uh, those mean things. They're, they're usually titles, even if you don't know that they are. And they're also there because they're part of your character. You have chosen to manifest yourself in the 3D. So every part of your 3D body, your 3D uh, DNA, your name, your birth uh, month, minute, hour, everything, year, all of that is a reflection of your soul and what you're bringing here to help you wake yourself up. Everything that we do here is the microcosm to our macrocosm. And most people don't realize that. They think it was just happenstance. I just got born here because of no reason and the parents that I have are no, no, everything that happened to you was designed by you before you got here so that you would be, in fact, who you are this very second. Okay? And it is there to remind you physically, psychologically, DNA-wise, your blood, everything, your history, your family's history is to remind you of your soul and what your soul represents. And that's just like a mojo bag, if you guys know what that is, or a spirit pouch uh, that the natives uh, teach uh, all around the world, that it's a representation of you in the 3D with rocks and trinkets and, and gems and things that are personal to you. You put those all together and it's your mojo, it's your power, it's your strength, it's your anchor to this 3D reality. It represents you in the 3D. 
Okay, some people choose, like Led Zeppelin, they choose to have symbols. Each member of the band chose a different symbol from different religions, I might add, that represented their souls and what they represented. They were very awake when it came to that. And when I tried to explain that to some people, they got mad at me because I was explaining to them what the, what the symbol meant. And, uh, and if they were not awake enough to, to realize that that's why a person chose that symbol, then they would get angry with me. How dare you, uh, you know, say that that person, uh, you know, was something they were not. They chose that, not me. They chose that symbol. And that symbol represents that religion, not just that religion, but that way of spirituality, that ideology and that background. And that's what they chose for themselves, like the band KISS. Uh, even though they were they were quasi satanic because the name of the band was Kiss K I S S Kids in Satan Service, and they were choosing demon masks like as if they were Japanese, uh, wearing uh, Japanese uh, uh, armor. Uh, they were they were painting the masks, but what they did was it, they made these masks that were that were individual to themselves. You had the Cat Man, you had the the Star Man, then you had the Demon, and and they played these characters because they represented a, an aspect of their uh, archetype, their their archetype, archetype personality, persona. So some people are, are, are realizing this. You need to become aware of what exactly am I representing to myself by by my physical body and the background and, the, and all of that. It's going to help you to unlock who it is that you are. So when people ask me, how do you know if I'm a, a, a wanderer? It doesn't take very long for me to say, uh, let me ask you a few questions. I can get five, six questions in and go, you're a wanderer. And people are like, what, just because I have like diverticulitis or because I have the, come on, everybody has that. Oh no, when you go to the doctor, doesn't it take them like five years to figure out what you got? And they tell you it's really rare and they don't know what it is. Okay, think about that. It's not everybody has it. It's only common sense if everyone has it. It's not common if no one has it. Well, that guy doesn't have any common sense. They, none of those people have common sense. Well, it's only common if everyone has it. Same thing. It's only an autoimmune disease that everybody has if everybody has it. And if they don't, you have to look into how rare is this? And do I have multiples? And the same thing with psychological problems. Do you feel far more alone like you don't fit? Those are, those are, this is, we're always literally saying that. You feel like you don't fit in, in this world because you don't. Your, your soul on a higher level realizes that your vibration doesn't work. Okay, so you, that, that's another sign. So that if you think, and this is like when someone would do come to me for a reading and they, I want to get a love reading. Should I marry this guy? You already know the answer to that question yourself. You just want somebody to give you permission to either dump him or to stay with him. And you're and you, because you might you physically you might like this guy a lot and want to stay with him. So you're hoping somebody says to you that you're supposed to be with him so that you don't have to make that decision. The fact that you're you're questioning that. Either is, you know, uh, it's rare that you're just a little cuckoo and you're asking questions you shouldn't be because that does happen. There was a woman literally I listened to her on the radio and she was just knew something was wrong with her relationship with her man. And when the guys were like, OK, so tell us about your relationship. Well, he's the perfect guy. He's perfect. He's romantic. He cooks. He cleans. He does all this stuff. He waits on me. He does. So what's wrong with him? I don't know. Something's got to be wrong. He's got to be cheating. Why? And it turned out that she was. She just knew he had there had to be something wrong with him because he was too perfect. And she believed there was no per, no such thing as perfection. And so because he was perfect, something had to be wrong. I had that happen to me in real life. 
um, not by a woman, but in a different in a different way. I was working at a retail store with my brother. My brother was the receiving manager uh, down at the loading dock, and I was the assistant manager to this entire electrical uh, of appliances and VHS and televisions and phones and cell phones and everything. And um, he was bringing stuff in the in the you know, back door and then giving it to me, and we were perfect. We weren't missing anything. So the the uh, the loss prevention just knew we had to be ripping the place off. One, we're brothers, so we and now we're perfect. So we must be ripping the place off. So they did an internal investigation on purpose to try and catch us because they just knew they couldn't find it, but they knew they're brothers. They're in the perfect positions. They've gotten themselves into these positions on purpose. They're ripping us off. So they were doing all kinds of things and doing audits on us and all this stuff. Then they started sending us ghost shipments. We would get invoices with no material. We would get material with no invoices at, because they were trying to see if we were going to cook books by, by purposely giving us not, not right shipments on purpose. And he would come to me and go, bro, I just got this manifest. There's nothing on board. Have you seen it? No, I have not. Then all of a sudden the next day we would, he would look, I just got a hundred freaking VHS uh, recorders with no uh, paperwork. We'll keep them on the dock. I can't. Okay. Bring them up or we'll lock them up until we find the paperwork. And finally I went to my boss and said, look, something's going on. These guys are somebody's stealing and either that or they're trying to set us up. This is what's going on. Luckily for me, uh, he was an ex uh, Oakland Raider. Uh, I was an o- Oakland Raider fan at the time. So was my brother. So uh, he knew my uh, my uncle, who was also uh, involved in in with wrestling and all these people of popularity, and my father. Uh, so because of that, he was like, "Hold on, let me look into it." He was also a senior manager above the store manager. It was a weird setup the way this this company was set up. Uh, and he found out. He went in and found out they were trying to set us up because they just knew we were ripping them off. And he was like, these guys are brothers. And the one thing that I know about them is that they would never steal anything because it wasn't in our, and it still is not in our DNA. So I went through the same thing where they were like, it's too perfect. They must be ripping the place off. And so because of that, it was a hassle for almost a year. This went on. And then the, all of a sudden the shipment would show up a day later or the paperwork would show up a day later. And we would able to put it together and then check it in. It was just annoying. Okay. So sometimes that happens, but that's not the case most of the time in your memory. Okay. So you, you have to realize these things about yourself that you're going to have spiritual uh, problems with the religions on this earth because they don't work right for you. Um, But, but there's parts of it that you know are right and they feel right to you, but you don't, but you may or may not feel like you need to be going to a box uh, look at when Jesus got here. He was a wanderer. Most of these people, Muhammad, most of these people were wanderers who showed up to teach people. And that's why they were not teaching orthodox, go to the boxes and put your butt in the in the chairs. You can do that and still find your way. I'm not trying to be anti-religion or anti-church. It's your choice. You have free will. However, you're going to find that if you are, in fact, a wanderer, you're going to go and look around. Like my father told me, go to the churches, learn about them, go to there. And I did the same thing. And you go hear this for a while. That doesn't work. You go there, you go there, you go here, you go there. Next thing you know, you're learning all the religions and you find out that if you take all of them and all of their ideologies and you throw away the stuff that's semantics, you go, well, they got a great idea here, but it's being controlled. And that's when you start to uncover the fact that it's being corrupted by evil people who got in charge. And they're doing them on purpose because they're trying to keep you from 
ascending. And that's when you start to realize all of that's going on. It's the same thing with the, with the uh, pharmaceutical companies and the hospitals, all of that. Everything is corrupted because it's a caste system and it's corrupted by evil people to keep you sickly, to not allow you to get healthy, to not keep you healthy. They're not trying to fix anything. They're just trying to give you a drug that is going to take away your symptoms and, and it's going to make you feel good. That's the same thing as, as uh, Huey Lewis saying about when he said, I want a new drug. He wanted one that made me feel good and didn't make me sweat and, made, and, and you know didn't make my heart race. And all of this is what they're doing with the pharmaceuticals. They're doing the same thing. They're not fixing or curing. When was the last time, ask yourself that question, when was the last time anything was cured inside the United States of America, let alone whatever country that you're in? In the United States of America, the last thing that was cured in this country was polio, and that was in 1948. Okay, look into it. But then again, if you use Google, I went on Google after saying to you guys over and over, because it used to be on Google, if you typed in what is the IQ test based on, now they're like, well, it's based on questions that have to do, wait, wait a minute, what is it based on, not how is it performed? You can't get that answer on Google anymore. As soon as Google uh, became woke in 2019 when they tried to take over the planet with COVID, uh, as soon as that happened and they when they globalized their network and and started uh, censoring all the information that is out on the Internet, that went away. But prior to that, you could have looked it up. If you really look real hard, you'll find it. But you can't go to Google to do it. You have to get off of, uh, the, you know, the big tech uh, controlled search engines, go to like DuckDuckGo and look that up. But even then, you're going to still get. Uh, mostly you have to keep looking and you have to, you have to change your, the way you question and not say, because when you say, what's it based on? They're like, well, it's based on questions and those questions are cognitive abilities. Okay. That's not what I'm asking. The answer itself, the, the entire uh, quotient of the IQ is based on what? Well, it's based on the fact that most people fit right down this, this, no, 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 that's not what I'm asking. What is it psychologically based on? Not what is it physically based on questions? What is it psychologically based on? So you have to really watch how you question it. So it's hard to look things up now. So when I say look that up, it would, you would be smarter to go to a library and, and pull out books because they haven't edited all of those yet but they pulled a lot of them off the shelf. So you can't go in and get the information anymore, but you can still go in and, and, and look things up. Uh, you know, don't do it online, physically go find old books and read those. It's getting to the point where we're like Fahrenheit 451, where uh, Fahrenheit 451, the fire department was going around burning all books. So people were memorizing the books and they would show up uh, like, like, uh, um, like uh, well, that movie, the book of Eli, where he memorized the Bible. He was blind, but you didn't know that till the end of the movie. And he was reading it for Braille and he memorized it. So when he showed up, he didn't have the Bible with him. He memorized the Bible. And basically he became the Bible. And he said, get a piece of paper and pencil and write this down. And he was going to literally word for word because he memorized the Bible, uh, have them rewrite the Bible so that it could be rewritten for everybody on the, on the face of the earth. The same thing happened in the book that, believe that i'm not sure if it was philip dick philip k dick that wrote that i think it was i think it was what's his name the other guy i can't think of his name right now uh back in the 40s who wrote that uh book fahrenheit 451 and the people would show up and they would say i am moby dick and they memorized it and so then they were retelling it so they could write it down and hide it in secret that's exactly what the what the uh, scottish and the irish monks did 
when they were burning uh, all the books at Alexandria and then the Renaissance when it came into being, they caught everybody to uh, to buy into the Renaissance and burn all of the books. They stole all their scrolls and books and everything they could find on the face of the earth and hid them in Ireland and Scotland, mostly in Ireland and then eventually in Scotland and then in Germany. And then they moved out to France and Spain and, and eventually uh, moved out to the rest of the world. 100% of all knowledge of history that exists on this planet today other than the dead sea scrolls because those were hidden on, on, on in and of themselves uh, about 3000 years ago or 2000 years ago hidden in and well it was actually what, 1500 years ago or uh, something like that uh, hidden by themselves that we found in 1948 but everything else literally is only here because the irish monks stole them from the world and then had scribes recopy them word for word over and over and over and over and over and then hand them out to a monk and tell him, or a priest, same thing, and tell him, you go and take it to this church over in Edinburgh, Scotland, and then hire scribes and do the same thing and, and copy all these books and send them out. And that's what they did, and they repopulated the planet. And that's the only reason that we have the history. You can look that up. There's a oh, documentary on, uh, I think it's the History Channel. You can look that up, how the Irish saved uh, saved the world or how the Irish saved history. You can also find the book and read it. Okay, so this information that is in your DNA, okay, is the information that is to awaken you. It is your DNA. And this is why the people in South America and Central America believe their blood meant something. And unfortunately, some of the people down there got corrupted and thought that if you kill people and bleed them to death, that the gods will return. Those people misunderstood and misconstrued because they were evil uh, and in service to self. And they thought that if they slashed the person's throat and bled them out, that their blood sacrifice would bring back the gods. The Vikings had their same version of that. Uh, but they didn't do it in mass to murder everybody. But they did sacrifice once a year people. And it was a, a ritual that they bled them and sacrificed them. And that the people volunteered to do it, just like the people in South America. Uh, but it, it, so unfortunately, they they misunderstood what the secret of your DNA was. That's also the vampiric uh, drinking your blood because the magic of your blood, that they're going to suck your soul out through your blood. Um, was uh, was a, a, a version of that that got morphed into blood sucking, and now people do it, uh, thinking they're gaining something from it, but they're they're not. They they are, but they're not. They, you do get some energy, uh, but there's energy transfer when you hug someone. <laughs> you just don't know it. The next time you go to hug somebody, if it's somebody that you actually care about, don't hug them uh, right right uh, uh, chest in. Go heart to heart. And uh, hug them heart to heart and feel the difference when you hug heart to heart. Okay. Most people, because they're right handed, they'll go in and they'll hug you and you, they're putting their right breast uh, up against your right breast when they hug. Uh, that's very standoffish. You just don't know it. Uh, the next time you go to hug your mom or your husband or your wife or your, or your uh, sister, brother, whatever, somebody who you actually care about, uh, stop them and go, no, let's go heart to heart. They'll go, what? Uh, and then you hug them heart to heart. They'll feel the difference too. You'll feel the difference. So it's the, putting your two hearts so close together changes the amount of energy in that and the uh, emotion involved in that hug that you hug with. Okay. Uh, why is that? Well, that's that's the things that you need to learn 
uh, that is part of the law of one that we need to learn to go forward. But so problems that we have physically, problems that we have psychologically, problems that we have mentally, we feel alone, we feel alienated, we feel like we don't fit, we feel like everybody around us has an easier way of living than we do, we don't know why, all of that stuff uh, works unfortunately to uh, to try and keep us, your ego's working overtime trying to keep you from waking up, it's designed as part of the the um, the way that's the trap of the mind. But for those of us, it, it hurts us worse because we're coming from not a place of this is brand new to us and we don't realize it. We're coming from a place that we've already done this and this is really like hard on you, harder on you than it is on the people that are here for the first time. They don't know anything. That's why Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. They don't know what's happening to them. You on a higher level do and it hurts you more because that's the sacrifice that you have that you have right yeah celeste's heart is the generator for your energy field absolutely it is at 100 it is okay so you have to realize that you feel the weight of coming from the fourth the fifth or the sixth density and dimension as a soul you're missing the collective you don't have that anymore you're missing the other half of yourself you don't have that anymore you're missing however many parts of you have split into however many humans throughout the different realities because you're used to that being part of you you also know that that you don't fit here your body is telling you you don't fit here your psyche your spirituality everything is telling you that and until you realize that you have a higher purpose and that you came here, then it, it bothers you a lot more. You feel a bigger loss and you feel more alone than the people who are going through this for the first time. Right? Yes. Celeste said first timers versus those who have been here before. Absolutely. So, and even that, okay. Even the people that have been here uh, multiple times say stuck in this reality because this reality is stuck. Uh, say you've been here 30, 40 times, you're only supposed to be here 10 or 11, you are also starting to develop those same feelings uh, of abandonment, of aloneness, of knowing something's wrong. That's why we are here, because the people that were indigenous to this reality cried out for help, and we heard that, and we came here. So the souls that are here are tormented too, okay? Except for those who are here for the first, second, third, fourth. You're for the when we say the first time, let me let me explain what Celeste means there. We don't mean the very, very first time. Okay, and the very, very first time, if this is the first time you've ever been a human being, you have just become self-aware. You don't know that because you're not self-aware here, <laughs> but you are, right? So you don't realize that. But for the first time, that means you're anywhere from the very first time you're self-aware and you're a human being through where you should be graduating. And moving up to the fourth uh, density, not dimension, or dimension, not density, because you could be in the fourth density of the third dimension. So spiritually, you could be moving away from the third dimensional spirituality into the fourth and the fifth, but you're not in the you're not in the dimension of the fourth and the fifth. Okay, and that's always driven me crazy because people don't notice the difference. They don't know what it is, and they're like, "I'm going into five D and a sixty. Yes, in third D. Okay. You're not actually graduated into 4D and 5D yet. Okay. You're only doing the octave that is in the vibration of, th of 3D 
and you're going from the bottom of, of one up and there's like 11 layers of that. Okay. Then you would go into the fourth dimension, physical plane of existence with your density. And now you're back at one in that octave of reality of 4D. You can't be in this reality and that reality. Okay. There, that reality is actually happening on this earth right now and you can't see them. <laughs> okay. And they're already here and the planet's called earth, but the beings that are physical are not, uh, they don't look like us. Okay. They are bipedal, but they don't look is like us. They're not black, brown, yellow, and red. Okay. They're orange, blue, purple, and think green, an off green color. Okay. But their physiology doesn't match ours. We couldn't go there in this physical body and have sex with them and have children. Okay. Things are different. But, the, but it's not enough to where, well, it that wouldn't matter. I was gonna say, it's not enough to freak you out, but it would. If you literally, if you were able to just res into that reality uh, and see it, it would freak you out because you would, you, would, you would be completely outside of this reality. The buildings are different. Everything is different. Even the gravitational pull is, is different. Okay. Um, the moon is no longer in orbit. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of differences there that would freak you out culturally. It's like if you left and went to, to Japan, you would fuck. This is all different. People don't even speak the same language. You have to learn all of that over. That would be the reality of what would be going on there. Okay. So that, so Ra was explaining all of that at the end of, Last time I know we're an hour in, and some of you are like, "Oh my God, you haven't even gotten into uh, session 13. This is not a race, okay? If you want to race through all of the sessions, read the book. You can go at your own pace, or go and watch the videos that are on YouTube by Muffy Moose or anybody else, or go to the uh, website of uh, LL Research, and you can read it as fast as you want, okay? And I tell people that all the time, and I say that, I try to say that on every episode because there's new people who tune in every episode around the world. And I'm not being mean to you guys. What I'm saying is if this isn't for you, don't complain about it. Just change the channel. Okay. You'll find a place that you fit more with than here. All right. I'm not trying to pander to the world because I want to be popular and make a million dollars. I wouldn't even be doing what I'm doing. Okay. At all. You wouldn't even hear from me anymore. I'd be on TikTok wagging my penis. Okay. So until they ban it which is going to happen pretty soon. That has a limited uh, limited time. So if you guys are, are, are stars on TikTok, look for a new venue because that's going to be banned in this country probably in the next five years. Okay, Governments are banning it. There's already 22 states that have banned it. You guys just don't know it because if you're on TikTok, you're in a state in the United States that hasn't yet. Okay. You can't use that app if you're in certain states in this, in this country already. And it's going to happen worldwide eventually. Uh, because of not, it won't be completely 100% because the Chinese, like, you know, they control a lot. The only reason it's still here in this country is because they control the Democratic Party here right now. And I know some of you get really mad for me saying that. But look into it. They also control the Republican Party. Not all of the Democrats and not all the Republicans, but they control enough of them. <laughs> the question was posed yesterday uh, by uh, Tucker Carlson, who's not a Republican, by the way. He's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. He's not an independent either. Um, but he's he's actually a, a libertarian, I believe. Um, and I don't even think he really, like myself, I don't associate with the Libertarian Party, but I would be more libertarian than anything else. Um, 
so but I don't agree with the party because the party is still controlled by the caste system and they still have ideology that's a little wacko. Okay. However, he posed the question, uh, why is it that this is this stuff is, is, is allowing it to be continuing uh, and other things. And why is it that uh, these people are censoring everybody and the Republicans and the Democrats don't seem to be doing anything about the censorship uh, at all. And they seem to be complacent with it. And one of the guys that he talked to, I'm not going to say his name. If you want to watch it, you can watch it. But he's a high ranking official, ex CIA uh, official. And he had said, well, because these corporations that are these big tech companies um, contribute hundreds of billions of dollars in money that they pay all of these senators and congresspeople all in the United States government. Okay. So they're being paid off. Chinese government does the same thing. Right? So they're being paid off because they're greedy. They're in service to self. Okay, um, So these people, I don't care what political party you think you're part of, I'm not part of that religion. So if you pick one of those, either R or D, if you're in America, in other countries, they have their same version of the progressive party or the, or the conservative party. You guys have different names for them. They're still the same people backed by the same money. You guys don't know that, but it's global. Okay, Those that information and that money is still going to all of them too. They're paying billions of dollars to every corporation, every country, every government all over the world to do their bidding. Okay. And that's why they're able to do what they're doing. And that's no different. Some people get freaked out and go, Oh my God. And they're freaked out by, by all of it. It's no different. If you look back in American history alone, if your your country has a version of it, I'll guarantee. American history alone, if you look at during the time of the Revolutionary War, just prior to the signing of the Declaration of Independence, you're going to find that guys like Hamilton and these other men had to get, procure or make their own printing press so they could print their own newspapers and flyers and books to get out to the public, to pass it out to the people so people could read what was really going on. Because the people, the powers that should not be, were controlling all the avenues of information going out to the world, just like they're doing now. There's no difference. Okay, That was their internet at the time, was publications, and they were literally in control of everything that was printed. So nothing got out to the world that they did not approve of. So these guys had to print it themselves and get it out to the world. Okay. It's the same thing as not being able to Google, right? Use a search engine or not being able to say something like I am now on a platform without getting deleted. Same thing. They were controlling that information highway was the, the most uh, technologically advanced information highway at the time. And these guys had to do that. You see that happening now. Guys are creating their own websites and creating their own uh, chat uh, um, websites and apps so that people can still talk to one another on the planet because the big ones are being censored and controlled. It's no different. So it's not like everyone's like, oh, my God, they have total control of the world. We're all going to die. They've always had total control of the world. Alexandria, the library was burnt down by by Julius Caesar because he didn't want people to know what was the information that was in there. There was too much information. And they decided that it was time that they eradicated the information off the face of the earth about uh, the, the history of the world so that they could control everything. And because of that, the Essenes had to take things and hide them. And they did. And they, they hid the Dead Sea Scrolls because those were eradicated out of all the Bibles and they were to be destroyed, burned. 
Okay, they were that, that's thousands of years ago, fifteen hundred years ago, and and Julius Caesar was like you know a couple thousand years ago, right? Whenever that was. So right, yes, Rumble. Yes, I'm actually on Rumble. I just haven't posted on there for for a while. Casey said, "Have you heard of Rumble?" She's asking me. Do you? Uh, she says you can you can have your own channel and say whatever you want. Agreed. And um, I I'm on there and have an account on there. When I first was on there, they didn't have uh the this platform yet they just they they now have it um but you also have to pay them it's not free so i haven't uh, haven't gone on there but um there's other platforms as well and yes i am you can go and look up orion rising on rumble you can find me there i haven't put anything up for a few years uh because they they wanted to charge me money for that and i'm already paying i'm not paying obviously youtube or, or facebook but i'm but i'm paying uh, Podbean to put out my podcast, hundreds of dollars a year for it, and I couldn't justify just to have a video on Rumble. And they limited time. It's probably they've gotten bigger, so I'm sure that it's opened up a little bit more now. I could probably put my video there. I'll have to look into that because everyone else is telling me the same thing. You know, you can go to Rumble now. Well, I used to be on Rumble, and and you could only have like six or eight videos up there. You had limited access if you didn't pay them to how much uh, video time you could have uh, on there. It wasn't an open market like YouTube and Facebook is, where I can just keep posting there for unlimited amount of of shows. Now, I don't know if that's changed. If it has, then I'll start putting my shows up there as well. When I upload my show at the end, you know, uh, either today or tomorrow when I'm done, I upload my MP3 file. I'll do the same thing and upload the video file to Rumble. I don't have a problem with that. I have an account. I just have to go there and take a look at it now. Um, but that might be where I'm going to end up. I've known that. That's why I've kept that account open because eventually I'm going to be banned from these platforms and Rumble is getting big enough now that they don't, they're not being controlled by the cabal. Uh, it, and in, it, some people would say, yeah, but they are being controlled by the cabal. But yeah, okay, so you can say that about anything, right? <laughs> you can say that about everything. If you're paranoid enough, then you're going to believe that every hand symbol and every hand gesture that is American Sign Language is, in fact, a cabal uh, sign, a sign, right? <laughs> it's an evil satanic symbol. Uh, I've had people tell me that the American sign for I love you is a satanic symbol. I'm like, no, it's not. A satanic version of that has your thumb going over your fingers to make the goat head, okay? When you have it a knot and it's only here, hold on, I'll turn on my camera so you can see what I'm talking about here. Those of you who are on the MP3 broadcast, you're not gonna be able to see this anyway, but here, let me put myself, you can see me on the screen. Let me go into full screen here, right? Okay, so this symbol is the American Sign Language for I Love You, okay? And I've had Google, that's the satanic symbol. No, the satanic symbol is this one. And that has really gotten to the point where it just means rock and roll these days, right? But this, this was the satanic symbol back in the, all the way up until the 90s. And then it started being converted to just rock and roll, man. So now it just means rock and roll. But before it meant the goat head, and that was the, the horns of the goat head. And this, uh, they've tried to turn into an evil symbol, but that means I love you. And when you shake it like that, it means I love you. It's, it's almost, it's like this one. People say, that's a satanic symbol. No, that means hang loose, bro. That's a, that's a symbol for people who used to, you, and they still do, but people who are servers, right? But, and you get really, really, uh, uh, you know, even the peace, people will do this. And they're like, that's a satanic symbol. It's part of the cabal, man. It's part of the Illuminati. That means peace. And some people, it means different things. When you do it this way with the eye of Horus, oh, it's satanic, satanic. 
they've taken every symbol across every symbol and they've turned it into a satanic symbol. That's what they do is they try to perverse everything into a satanic symbol. Let me put that back up here because we are going to play that eventually. Uh, here, get into session 13. You just got to know that you can say, I am RA. I'm not raw. You can say raw. Okay. So, um, however, Casey, did, but to answer your question, she said, Oh, I got you. And now I get it. So, it, free download and to watch. Uh, I don't know if it costs you money. I'll have to look into it then. Uh, because if it is now, it is free to, to load and to download. Um, but to post there, it used to cost money after a certain um, amount of time uh, up. It, it was when it, it was really hard for some reason to get your stuff on the platform to get it to download. It took forever, and it buffed for like uh, like YouTube still buffs for 20 minutes to an hour before your show goes up. Rumble was the same way. I, and even if you were live, it would it would it was a, really it was a, a pain before, but it was worth it, right? Uh, so I'm gonna eventually. I know I'm gonna eventually be on. Because that's just, I'm going to be a band. I've already got lost an entire uh, 400 episodes of my show off of YouTube because they deplatformed me, Googled it. Uh, and I had to create a whole new account uh, and completely with a whole new uh, internet. In fact, that, that email address is still banned. They don't unban it. It's still banned to this day. Okay. So that's where Raw was at. Okay. Tina, welcome. So that's where Raw was at, uh, telling you about the problems spiritually, psychologically, physically that wanderers have that are above and beyond and past uh, uh, more so to. And the reason for that was to to get people to start to realize they might, in fact, be a wanderer. Uh, because you become aware of that, and all of that is supposed to be trying to make you aware of that, so that you're, so that you then start to wake up. All of that is done on purpose, right? Yeah. See, Peter's even going to rumble, right? Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and start playing. If it's not loud enough, please let me know, and I'll turn it up. It's, I got it loud now, so we'll see if it's loud enough for you guys to hear. And if you can't hear it, let me know. Like I said, I've been having issues. My internet right now seems like it's doing fine. I know we're like an hour in before I even started, but we've been talking about the last two, three questions really of session 12. So I'm going to go ahead and play uh, the the uh, beginning of session 13. And again, I didn't have time to change the narrative. So he says, I am RA instead of I am raw, because that's what the computer does. <laughs> right. So here we go. Let's go ahead and play this. Right. So this is again, this is um, uh, the direct recording. So it's not that it's not the book. This is pre book recording from LL Research. It's the actual um, text of the actual cassette recording of the actual uh, sessions. So it's not edited. So when it's inaudible, the computer is saying inaudible. <laughs> okay, so you couldn't hear it at all, just the TV in the background. See, now that might be the microphone. We might have an issue. All right. So I'm going to try and play it again. If you can't hear it, it's because I'll have to change the microphone. This setting in this microphone changed to a different default. Did that last time too. Only I was able to set the setting. So let me try uh, going into the audio 
and changing the the uh, audio setting and find if I can get this microphone. That's the external. So let me try that. Right. See now that doesn't show. Okay. So testing. One two one two. Can you guys hear me? It looks like you can. So hold on a second. All right. So now you guys can hear me, right? Make sure that you can. Peter, thank you for for that. I'm gonna play it again. See if you can hear it being played. Uh, on the microphone here this way, because now I know the microphone's working, but I don't know if it's external. So if it's not, we'll be able to hear um, the uh, raw talking. Okay, so let's see. Then I'm going to rewind it to the beginning here. All right, let's see if you can hear this. Tell me if you can hear it. January 1981, 13.0 RA, I am RA. I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. I communicate now. Okay, so could you guys hear raw talking just then? Please let me know, and then I'll continue if you could, okay? Um, the microphone changed to a default setting, and he said yes. Okay, so it's very low, so I need to turn it up some more. Okay, hold on a second. Thirteen point one questioner. First thing I would like to do is apologize for the stupid questions that I've asked while searching for what we should do. I consider what we are doing a great honor and privilege to be also humble. All right. Is that any better or is that still low? See, I hate when there's technical problems like this. It might be that I have to hold the other uh, speaker up to this microphone. I could do that. No, you can hear it now. Okay. So I turned it to like 60 or something. <laughs> so it's really loud in my ear. Uh, but I guess it takes that to be able for you guys to hear it. That's okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead. Um, I might be a little bit lower because the microphone isn't as close uh, when, when I'm dangling off of me. So if I'm lower, it'll be quiet. It'll be quieter because, you know, there won't be anything playing besides me. So hopefully you guys don't hear the television in the background as loud as you did before. And hopefully raw is louder. Okay, let's continue. Then. Messengers of the law of one at this time believe that the way to prepare this book is to start at the beginning of creation following the evolution of man and the evolution of man on Earth. To the best of my inaudible at all times investigating how the law of one was used inaudible i think also that that i need to finish the book let the material that we have already carry the end of the book inaudible i would also suggest the title of the book the law of one i'd like to state as the author ra would you agree to this ra i am ra your query is unclear would you please state as separate queries each area of agreement 13.2 questioner first I'd like to start at the beginning of creation, as far back as we can go, and follow the development of man to the present time. Do you see why I spent as much time on that as I did, guys, before we started 13? Literally, he went from talking about uh, uh, wanderers and that entire thing to, can we talk about the Big Bang? <laughs> right? So I wanted to spend that time doing what I just did. So for those of you who are like, my God, how come you didn't start through session 13? Because it is an entirely different topic. He's going back to the beginning of the universe. <laughs> right? Let's continue. Is this agreeable? RA, I am RA. This is completely your discernment slash understanding slash decision. 13.3 questioner. Secondly, I would like to title the book, The Law of One, by RA. Is this agreeable? RA, I am RA. The title of the book is acceptable. The authorship by vibratory sound complex RA is, in our distortion of understanding, incomplete. We are messengers. 13.4 questioner, can you state who then should author the book? RA, I can only request that if your discernment slash understanding suggests the use of this vibratory sound complex, RA, the phrase, an humble messenger of the law of one, be amended. 13.5 questioner, thank you. 
Can you tell me of the earliest, first known thing in the creation? R.A. I am R.A. The first known thing in the creation is infinity. The infinity is creation. 13.6 Questioner, from this infinity then must have come what we experience as creation. See, this is where John's not actually understanding what he just said. What he just said is, is that infinity is creation. And then he's then so then he states the question. Well, then that means that what this must have came from was it was the creation. Infinity is the creation, right? So love is the creation. Love is infinity. Infinite love, infinite wisdom, infinite everything. Infinity, in and of itself. Not a small infinity. Those of you who are uh, obsessed with fractals, it's a different kind of infinity from a large infinity. No, in, look up the word, please. <laughs> look up the word infinite infinite and infinity that means non-finite that means forever there's no small kind of forever and a large kind of forever there is only one infinite infinity and just because you look at it from a distance a long distance away doesn't mean uh, that it doesn't go on forever well it's tiny because you know, i can zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and zoom in that's all done on the computer okay that, that is a breach of reality because it is on the computer and it's showing you the redundancy that is the spiral. And the problem with that is you're not seeing the spiral itself spiraling inward, 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 inward. What you're doing is you're taking a caption of, a, of one, one teeny infinitesimal uh, a glimpse, a picture, and you're zooming in and looking at it. And then you're seeing that the exact same thing exists further in and you're zooming into that. It's just showing you the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And you think it's that it, you're looking at something smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller, which you are, but you're not realizing that it is exactly the same thing. You're not looking at a new one that's smaller and then getting bigger and then a new one that's smaller and then getting bigger. You're actually moving through that. It's the exact same size. It is the spiral, but people don't get that when they look at fractals. And they're like, look, if you zoom in over here, it's the same thing. And then it zooms in and 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 turns to the same thing. Yes, if you take a spiral and you keep spiraling inward, 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 for infinity, it looks like it gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because it's directly related to your point of view. Okay. And so that's why he doesn't understand what infinity means right here because he's thinking in in uh, three-dimensional terms and perspective and the word the weirdest of being now those of you who are like well how do you know what you're talking about leo i was going to be a nuclear physicist okay yes thank you celeste for saying that properly celeste said laugh out loud as within so without she said that the way that it's supposed to be not as without so within right as within so without yes and that's because when you, and I said this before, and people need to realize this, they don't, that when you look within yourself, you start going within yourself into the into the inner reaches of yourself and say you're becoming more spiritual at that time by doing so and working on yourself, you don't realize that when you're doing that, you're also working on the outer self of you. So as your light grows, as you go inward, 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 it also grows outward, 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 outward. But your perspective is I'm looking into myself. So you're only you're only concentrating your sight on you inside and not realizing that you outside is also growing at the exact same rate because you are both. You are one. So that which shines from you is also shining in you. 
And as you fix, that's what Jesus was trying to teach you and all these other people around the world trying to teach you. And that's that was what people used to call the underworld. When you hear like the Egyptians talk about the underworld, it's not a place of evil that's in the ground. The underworld literally meant inside of your soul, inside of yourself, inside of your mind, inside of yourself. That was the underworld. The underworld was not a place that was, uh, you know, all the only way you can get to it is to, that was a physical manifestation uh, of the darkness of going within yourself. That would, that, that's what that was about. So you would go within a dark place. We all talked about that with the pyramid and going into one of the chambers in the pyramid. It's dark. You're completely disoriented. There's nothing around you. There's no sunrise. There's no uh, light. There's no nothing to see. Mountain ranges, trees, none of that. It is completely dark and it manifests and you're supposed to be going in there. When you sit down in that room and, the, and you're, it's completely dark and people walk out and you have no light, then you're, then you're completely shut off from all your other senses. So you're forced to go inside of yourself and the energy of the room is vibrating in a way that is pushing you inward. Okay, so that was that's the physical manifestation that is supposed to be showing you that people used to go into caves to do the same thing. And, and they didn't realize that some did. So you would have to go within the earth into the darkness to be able to be disoriented from all of the light. And it's also the physical going away from the light, going into the dark. So they called that the underworld, but it was a, it was literally you were supposed to be going within yourself. And then when you came out, then you came out a better person and your light shined brighter. Why? Because you grew on the outside as well as the inside. That's what that means, as within, so without. That's what that means. That's one facet of Okay. So raw so Raw's trying to explain that and he'll he'll do that right now. And probably I'm getting ahead of myself. I always do. So his answer will probably be very similar, a, a parable of what I just said, right? Or I'm a parable of what he just said, right? Allison, welcome. You got here at a good time because we're talking about uh, the beginning, the creation of, of infinity in the universe and uh, creator. So this is a good time to, to pop in. So here we go. What was the next step or the next evolvement? RA. IMRA Infinity became aware. This was the next step. 13.7 Questioner, after this, what happened? RA, awareness led to the focus of infinity in... Yes, Celeste, thank you. Celeste said, we call it the dark night of the soul now. Yes, and that, that is exactly what that is. It's the underworld, right? We call it the dark night of the soul. That is when you go inward, and that is when you, uh, you start doing inner work, shadow work, underworld work. Do you see? So 3,000 years ago, right, or, or more, sorry, I dropped my earpiece and the microphone. So 3,000 years ago, 5,000 years ago, 100, whatever, right, pre-dynastic, whatever, the Egyptian way of, of dealing with that and what they thought. The same thing with the Vikings. They talked about the dwarfs that lived under the mountain. Uh, most religions have a version of underground people, uh, right? And so that, so that, that, that whole thing is what we now, the evolution of our uh, psyche, call uh, shadow work. And Carl Jung, uh, we have to thank for that. He's the one that coined that phrase for inner work uh, for people in the modern day to understand or understand, as it, as it were, uh, what that means. So uh, this is also now I want to point out because Ra's talking about you can look at it on a grandiose scale on the micro, on the macrocosm of the one. Right. So infinity became self-aware uh, and then the progression of that. Well, that's that's exactly what we are going through in the microcosm of our souls. We're reliving. OK, we're reliving that which is the evolution of ourselves as the one. And we're doing that individually 
as ourselves, as the one, individually, as a human soul. The microcosm to the macrocosm. Do you do you see? Right. So this so so not only is he explaining it, but it, it, it covers every single form of awareness of infinity becoming self-aware and then moving forward from there. Let's continue. To infinite energy. You have called this by various vibrational sound complexes, the most common to your ears being logos or love. The creator is the focusing of infinity as an aware or conscious principle called by us as closely as we can create understanding slash learning in your language. See, so when I said that, I got ahead of myself when I said love is the creation, love is infinity. That is exactly what Raw is explaining right now. That in your an hour vibratory, uh, uh, a sound complex uh, on language, basically what he's saying, we would call infinity love. Okay, infinite wisdom, infinite energy, infinite understanding, all things that are infinite, infinity itself is love. That is what it translates to in this three-dimensional plane. And our heart and our heart chakra being the center of our soul, not our brain, because your brain is is the central location of your ego. So the ego is the trap. That is the trap of the mind. When you're thinking, you think you're thinking inside your brain because everyone tells you that's where all the thoughts come from. But if you actually pay attention to yourself and think to yourself, what is my center point? Where is that? It's never in your mind, not even your third eye sees there it's not close your eyes so that you're not focused on seeing through those in this 3d reality and then focus and think to yourself where do i glow from you're going to find out that it's your heart you're going to find out that everything originates from your heart that is you when you think of yourself it's the center of where your heart is where your heart chakra is Okay. You, you, uh, when your eyes are open, you go, well, it must be up here. It must be this brain, because that's what doctors tell me, that the brain is controlling everything. So I must reside in this. That's not where you reside at all. You're not the voices in your head. That's right. You're listening to them. Now, I love Celeste. That's what I love when you, when you come in here, because you like Peter and like when other people start talking in their ear, because uh, sometimes people are always popping off like this, too, that are here. Casey does it. And Austin does it. Right. Denise does it. So I love when you're here because you, you contribute. And I love, this is why I like the, the Q&A a lot more than me just speaking. I love when you guys are doing this because you guys pull out of me things that I may not say because you guys think differently than I do. And therefore, you say things that I will then go, yeah, and then it takes me down another road. And then that takes you down another road. And that's how this works. That's the learn, teach, teach, learn. So Celeste said, you're not the voices. I'm going to say it again. You're not the voices in your head. You're listening to them. That's right. Because the voices in your head are the ego, right? It's the id, right? This is what the, what the, uh, what's his name called the id. And the id is split into two, positive and negative. The positive side is your conscience, not your consciousness, conscience and your ego. So the voices in your head are those two battling out for your id, your psyche, talking to your brain and, and talking to your soul. Do that, right? Steal that, eat that, screw them, fuck that guy, fuck that one, right? Whatever. And then the then the your conscience goes, don't do that. You wouldn't want someone to do that to you. That's not nice. That's not right. Don't say those things. That's wrong. So the, that's what wolf do you feed, right? That's the, the devil on your left shoulder and the angel on your right shoulder. 
devil on your left shoulder is your ego. And your ego's job is anti. It's the bizarro world. Its job is to keep you rooted into this third dimensional plane. So is your conscience. Okay? But your conscience is trying to get you to be a better person in this third dimensional plane. So its function is to try and is, is to try and get you to a higher function. And that's why when I do that 30-second meditation, teaching you that in 30 seconds you can separate yourself raise your vibration to a point where your mind and your ego can no longer reach you. Those are the voices in your head that Celeste is referring to. When you raise yourself, and we're supposed to be constantly trying to get ourselves to that plane of existence where our vibration is high enough to where the, 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 conscious, the conscience and the ego can no longer communicate with us because we are now moving into and acknowledging our higher self and read the realization that I am not those thoughts that are in my head. I am in fact something else. I am the witnesser, like, like Celeste just said. You are not the voices in your head, you are listening to them. You are the experiencer, experiencing and hearing those voices talking to you. You think in the beginning that that is you because you're telling yourself, I think. So therefore that has to be me. I think therefore I am is the is the lock on your prison when they that's what that that's why they tell you I think therefore I am well that was a realization on the way to enlightenment that does help but if you continue to believe I am the thinking mind you'll be stuck forever you have to realize that that when the mind stops thinking you're still there you don't cease to exist and that's the fear that the ego can, tells you all the time, that if you're not thinking, who are you? You must not exist, so you'll die if you don't listen to me. That's, what, that's why that's their job of the ego, is to pull you to that and lock you into hearing those thoughts that you're like, oh, my God, my brain won't shut up. That's because your brain doesn't want to shut up. It wants to keep your attention. It has to keep your attention. That's the job. That's its job to keep you locked into this 3D reality by giving you those thoughts. And that's why when people say to me, what are signs that I'm starting to wake up? Well, if you can concentrate hard enough and actually hear yourself think before you think, that's a sign that you're starting to already recognize that you are the experience that's above that. Because you'll hear the entire concept that you come up with before your brain says the concept and translates it into whatever language that you hear in your brain whatever is your mother tongue is usually what your brain uh, thinks. And then you translate that into other words. And that happens in succession. Just like if I'm going to speak Spanish, I think up the concept of what I want to say. Then my brain says, here's the English words, the American version. And what are those words in Spanish? And then you will say those out loud. So there's three thought processes that happen. The creation, the, the words, of the language that your body has been taught as a child, and then the one that you're now going to translate into. Then your mouth will say those words. Do you see? So that's the inner, that's the higher soul. That's you. You're the witness here. You're the person listening to those voices. Thank you, Celeste, for that. Let's continue. Intelligent Infinity. 13.8 Questioner. Can you state the next step? R.A. The next step is still at this space slash time nexus in your illusion achieving its progression as you. 
Let's see, Casey, you had, if you were around and the, during the Casey said, let me say this for those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast, you can't see the chat. Casey said, wow, that's a new one I haven't heard of yet. And yes, that's happening a lot. So if you were, uh, if you were um, on the last time I did the law of one, I talked about that. And so let me go on that road, uh, you know, a little bit more and then we'll continue with this. Okay. Um, in fact, um, I, I believe there's other there's other things, and I, I'm trying to remember if Edgar Tolle went down that road as well of the thinking. Uh, he did because he talked about the witnesser. He didn't put it in the way in the terms that I put it. So even Edgar Tolle and the and the other teachers in in the Eastern uh, thoughts, the the different yogis will tell you the same thing. So if you if you're capable of paying attention, right? This is what you're trying to achieve in meditation, anyways. Okay. So if you learn meditation, you're trying to get to a place where you are the witnesser and you're no longer being contacted. You're above the, the reach of the, the ego and the thinking mind. And what we call the thinking mind is your, is your conscience. Okay. So the id uh, is, is the two of them and their function. Okay. That is not you. That is the trap of the mind. So if you can get to that, then that is a sign that you are waking up. And I tell people, because I, I teach you how to do that. Okay? Hicks, too. Thank you. Hicks as well. Right? So, uh, and and uh, like uh, like Peter saying, right? And, and Adam. So, there's uh, everybody's teaching this. Jung taught this as well. He had a version of it as well. Okay? Carl Jung had a version of this as well. So did um, uh, Lao Chi in the Tao Di Chi, the Tao, the Book of the Way. Uh, so did the Buddha. Uh, so did Mohammed Gandhi. Everybody who teaches this, Jesus Christ had it, Muhammad had it, Moses had it. So if you're a Hebrew or a Christian or a Muslim, those are your teachers, your your prophets um, that were teaching you and were teaching the same thing. Okay, Moses, you don't see most of what he taught in that 40 years. What do you think Moses was doing in that 40 years wandering in the desert? Moses was teaching. Uh, it wasn't until Muhammad started talking more about what Moses taught. Uh, that uh, brought light to the world because most people skip over that because they don't want you to know what Moses was teaching you just like they don't want to know what Jesus was teaching and that's why you had to have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John because that was skipped over so they had to put those books in to try and show you uh, what Jesus was teaching and then even then the stuff that he was really teaching they took out and that's like the book of truth and the, the different books that were in the Dead Sea Scrolls because they didn't want you knowing that version the same thing happened, and that's why there was so much backlash uh, from the Jews about the Christianity and about the Muslim religion, because they were both teaching more of what those teachers were teaching that they didn't want you to know because they wanted to control what you were, what you were learning. Okay? And they didn't want you learning how to ascend because it was teaching you how to ascend on your own, right? So they don't want you knowing that because they want you in their seats for the rest of your life, never really learning anything but paying your tithing. 10% is what most of the churches charge of your entire income for all of your life. And they don't want you to go in. They want you to hand it down to your children and your children's children and their children. They don't want anybody to ever uh, turn away from the church. So the, all of the teachings of the people in history were teaching you don't need to go to the churches. Right? Okay. So that's why I tell people, you can choose whatever you want. I'm not anti-religion. I'm, I'm, uh, I am, well, I'm anti-Orthodox religion and going to the boxes, but I'm not anti-spirituality anyway. I hold four different titles from four different religions, okay? So, so you, have to, you have to realize that when you're meditating, what you're trying to achieve 
is the realization of your higher self, that which is the, the experiencer, that which is the experiencing this life. That is what babies have when they first get here before they're locked into this reality. They are literally just the experiencer. Animals are the same way. It is when you become self-aware that you immediately gain, as when you're born as a human, you gain the id, you gain the, the consciousness, the consciousness, you gain the conscience, right? Because when you become self-aware, then you become con, you know, you become self-aware, you are now the consciousness, you're aware that you are, and it's not I think, therefore I am, it's I am, therefore I am. That's why when Moses said, God, who shall I tell them has come, I am sent you. Because I am as I am. Okay? And so that's when you are, because you are a being, I am. You're not a person. You're not a name. I am. I am becoming. I am the Alpha, the Omega. I am the beginning and the end. Why? Because I am the creator. Do you see? Okay, so let's continue. But yes, Casey, that's what you're trying to achieve constantly is... I am, this is where the, um, with the, the, you hear in, okay, let's go to the movies of, uh, of, um, of Jediism. When they say, I am the, the, the forces within me, I am the force. The force is with me, I am the force. That is the, that is the realization that I am the creation. I am infinity. I am. And that is what their version is when they're saying that. So you see them saying that. Uh, in the movies, especially like in Rogue, uh, the couple of guys, when they were about to die, they were like, the force is with me. I am the force. The force is with me. I am one. I am one with the force, and the force is one with me. You hear that. That is them saying the, the force is creation. The force, the force is all that is, right? That is infinity, right? That So that is infinite wisdom, infinite love, infinity itself. That's what they have, the force, when you hear that. That is what they're referring to, and that is from the charm of making of which is all that is nature and of time space. That is in our reality what the what what that is. Nature and time space is infinity in third in three D, third dimension. Okay? So that is the three energy that we are the three energy. So that's why there's three plus three becomes six, because what's us, our energy plus our intention into that energy becomes an energy that we can control that is the six energy and then when we put our intention into i am taking all that is creation all that is time all that is space all that is infinity and i am and i and because i am the creator i'm going to create with it and then when you do that and you create that creative energy that's the nine energy the hex boson the god energy the god particle and then when you become i am i am one with the energy energy is one with me i am the force the force is within me i am the force the force is me i am infinity the infinity is me i am god god is me i am creator the creator is me those are four different versions of the same thing wait a minute you only said three things there think about what i said and how i said there are four okay so then when you realize that realization is the ascension to the knowledge that I am, in fact, the creator, and the creator is love. So if I'm the creator and the creator is love, then creation is love. And that means that I am love. And if you're not, because I only love myself, you are not the creator, you are not love, you are, in fact, the opposite of that. Therefore, you cannot create. 
So to know the charm of making, if you are not the creator, it only goes awry. And that's what happens in the playing out in uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Sword in the Stone or Excalibur or that entire scenario of King Arthur. She was using it a three-dimensional level and she used it to trap um, the Merlin who, who said the charm of making at the wrong time. And of course, then there was a physical attack up through the heart of uh, creation by the sword it was the sword itself was the heart of creation stabbed through the spine it came through his heart and that damaged him she was able to steal in the third dimension and use that in a necromancer way to keep herself young only in the third dimension uh, level she was able to stay young and then uh, on a third dimension change into um, take on the guise of Arthur's wife get impregnated by him to have the sun, and then that took energy from Arthur, right? So the whole creation went awry, and that only lasted for a time. The devil will be unleashed on the earth for a time, and that is exactly what happened, and then he had to become the savior. He had to realize, I am the creation. That was the secret of the grail. You and the land are one. Do you see? So you have to realize that within yourself, and that rises you, raises your vibration above reach mind that's what we're trying to achieve through meditation in one religion or way of life and in others and this is where i'm trying to show you in all these different ways of life praying uh meditation uh the the force all of these different ways of saying kundalini energy if you go further east they're all ways of balancing the natural energy of all the forces of positive and negative energies masculine and feminine war and peace in, in yourself to then be able to create with it by what? The realization that I am in fact the creator. And because I am the creator and I am love, then I can create, but only when I open up and unlock that which is in me, that is the creator and that is what? Infinity, which is what, love? Do you see? All right, let's continue. You may see it in your illusion. The next step is an infinite reaction to the creative principle following the law of one in one of its primal distortions, freedom of will. Thus many, many dimensions, infinite in number, are possible. The energy moves from the intelligent infinity due first to the outpouring of randomized creative force, this then creating patterns which in holographic style appear as the entire creation no matter which direction or energy is explored. Do you see? Again. Once you unleash this energy, it's infinite. So once you become it, you have infinite possibilities. And because it is infinite, there is infinite realities, infinite, infinite wisdom, infinite love. So that that means how many universes are there? It's infinite. It is as many universes as we want or need or can imagine because we are creation. So when people say, how many realities are there? Oh, we've, you know, they've detected 11. Okay. And those are just the, the realities that are in the octave of third dimension. This is why I, so I use that term. If you look at Drumvalo talked about that, Melchizedek, he talked about scientists in 2011 were aware and detected 11 realities, 11 fabrics of space-time. Well, that is literally what is zero or one, okay? One through 11, and then the 12, here's that 36912 again, 12 becomes the one so it goes back to zero point so the zero point which they they wrongfully say in physics is the lack of any movement or energy is in fact all of creation that is where all of creation resides 
And if you look at all the different religions, like, for instance, the, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, Thoth says what? The way to, the, to heaven or the way to the creator is through the center, the zero point. So zero point in science means the lack of any kind of movement or energy or static, nothing. There's nothingness there. That is, in fact, everything. That is, in fact, where all of infinity and all of infinite wisdom, knowledge, love, everything, creation is in that place. But when you think that it's nothingness, then you don't expect to find anything else there. It is through that nothingness that everything is. That is the Big Bang. That is the creation. That is everything. So that's why they can only detect 11 out of the 12, because the 12th is the next step moving to the level one of the fourth dimension of density. Do you see? All right, I'm going to let Raw talk for a second. I'm going to run over and turn the and turn the blinds down so my mom doesn't get confused trying to do that. So I'll be right back. Here we go. These patterns of energy begin then to regularize their own local, shall we say, rhythms and fields of energy, thus creating dimensions and universes. 13.9 Questioner, then can you tell me how the galaxy and this planetary system were formed? R.A. I am R.A. You must imagine a great leap of thought in this query, for at the last query the physical, as you call, it, universes were not yet born. The energies moved in increasingly intelligent patterns until the individualization of various energies emanating from the creative principle of intelligent infinity became such as to be co-creators. Okay, and then here's where, I'm back now by the way, and here's where uh, the co-creator, now this is, now he's moving down to the third dimension and tying in what we are as co-creators because we're separated now as individuals. So to understand or to understand what exactly that we're talking about, right? So in fact, listen to me answer cases. So we're talking about understanding a whole thought process and seeing it, right? As you have the thought, right? Yes. No, that's my, that's my point. That's exactly what he's talking about here. That's what Raw Day, what Raw is talking about here as well. I didn't even need to hear what was said in that 30 seconds or so less than that, whatever it was, 20 seconds, I didn't count for me to go into the living room, close the blinds, turn on the lamp, and come run back into the, into the dining room. Uh, because now we're on to that. And so, yes. Okay. So, what the, so the process is, let me answer your question and then I'll get into it because Raw is explaining it right now. Okay. So, let me reiterate again what Casey was asking. So, we're talking about the understanding whole thought process and seeing it now this goes back to what we were talking about yes okay so right as you were as as you have the thought yes so it's literally that realization of the entire thought process as a concept you, you get this entire bubble of what you're thinking about first and it's there for like a nano nano particle second okay and then your brain all of a sudden starts unpacking the entire thing and putting it into words for you. So, and, and that's exactly it. That is the moment. That is the zero point. That is the creation of the thought. And you are the creator of that. And then he's showing on a 3D level here in this plane as co-creators because you, me, Peter, right? Uh, everybody that's in the crowd, everybody that's listening to this, all of us are, are separate from each other in this plane of existence but as you move up in the existence of your vibration you start getting less and less an individual and more and more one at first you go from an individual to uh, all of a sudden becoming more whole because you start hearing and feeling your other 
part, part of you that is you that is separated from you, the other half of you. And then as you move up, you will start to hear each other more and become one as a collective mind hive complex like Ra is currently. And then when you move beyond that, the individual hive mind complex, you become less and less uh, an individual in that complex. And then so the realization on this level, I'll get to that in a second, right? To answer your question, uh, it, it becomes the same thing, basically. You, you then, as a hive mind complex, start associating with other hive mind complexes, thousands, millions of those, which would be around the galaxy, the universe. And then you become one collective consciousness in the universe. And then this whole entire universe will then start uh, uh, collectively starting to feel all of the other universes. And then that just continues to go on upward, 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 upward until you become all of a sudden everything that is. So back down to this level, what you're trying to achieve, yes, is that first step. Here's the first step in avoiding the trap, is knowing of its existence. This is why I say that. So the first step is you realizing that the origin of all of your thoughts is not in the mind, but it is above that. And then the mind follows because it's its job to translate it into whatever words go in your head from whatever language that you've learned as a child growing up, okay? Or if you happen to say you grew up in India and you live in America now or, or England and you're, you're thinking more English uh, than you do, uh, you know, any of the Hindu languages or Hindi languages uh, because you're uh, speaking English, you might start thinking in that language because that, that's the process. Whatever language is going on in your head, uh, and at first there is no language but you translate it to a language. So when the, when the concept is thought of first, there is no language, it just is everything. And then your brain puts words to it. And then your mouth puts words to those, to that. So once you have that realization, that first realization, that is what you're trying to achieve, is that realization that this entire concept that I'm speaking to you right now actually came from a higher place that wasn't my brain. And then my brain started thinking about it and the words came out of my mouth. So there's a, th a triple process there. Once you realize that, that's the first step. Okay, and that's the first step in avoiding the trap because now you know that the trap exists because you realize that you are something else. That's what we're trying to achieve through meditation is that realization that I am more than what my mind is saying. I'm more than the thoughts in my head, like Celeste said. Not the words in my head, not the thoughts in my head. I'm the one who's witnessing and experiencing it, listening to them. So I'm something different. So you're trying to achieve that at all times. You should be pushing yourself upwards to where is the thought coming from? That's hard in the beginning because, because your brain is trying to keep you from getting anywhere near that. And all of society is. Everything on television, everything that is distracting you, because that's what everything is. The internet, television, books, radio, music, all of that is a distraction. But it's also not because the, I, that's what I try to teach as well, that you can see the, the, the truth that is also there. It's a 50-50 avenue for everything. So every movie has the, the capability of keeping you in this prison and the ability of waking you up. And that's the first step in avoiding the trap. Once you realize, wait a minute, there is a trap here. There's a duality to everything. There's a positive and negative to every book I've ever read, to every song I've ever read, to every movie I've ever seen, to the internet itself, to the television and every program. That's why they're called programs. Okay. 
because they're programming your brain. And the church is everything. There is 50-50. It's what you tend to see. So the first step in avoiding a trap is knowing it of its existence. First, you have to have that realization. And that's so when people say, what can you point out that it would be a good sign that I'm starting to wake up? The realization that you are more than the thoughts that go on in your head, even if it's just a feeling, even if it's something you feel in your heart. Okay. And then the achievement of, of focusing on it, finding it and saying, wait, I'm not thinking. And, you know, that's why I say to you, when you do that 30 second thing, what did you think about in that, in that moment? And if you answer with nothing, that's the proper answer because you shouldn't be thinking at all because you should be above the reach. And I do that and everyone does that around the world in all of the meditations, in praying, in prayer, whatever you want to call that practice is trying to pull your vibration out of the reach of the id, out of the reach of the thinking mind and the, and the egoic mind, out of that reach so that you realize the realization that, wait, that's a trap. There's the trap because I'm above that. So you have to focus all the time to achieve, to try to constantly achieve that state. And this is what all of the teachers will teach you around the world. At some point when you listen to them long enough, they're going to teach you this is what you're trying to achieve. And that is the state of mind that is above the reach of the ego and the thought in your head. And you're trying to achieve staying there as long and as often as you can. And that's the first step in avoiding the trap because you realize that it exists. And so when you find yourself, oh, man, I'm stuck in the trap again. So you do it all the time instinctively. You get home from work. I don't think. Think about what you just said there. <laughs> I don't want to think. I just want to sit down and watch something. I can turn off my brain. Why? Because you instinctively know you're not that thinking head. So you want to turn on something that you can just stare at and go, and you can watch on television and it's la you're going to laugh, you're going to do whatever, but all you're not, you're, you're not thinking, quote unquote, about all the crap that went on in your day that makes you scared because that's what your ego tries to do is get you to live in fear. Don't forget all those bills. What are you going to do about the doctor stuff? What are you going to get paid next? You're running out of money. What are you going to eat? What are you going to cook? All of those things that we call life is the trap. So you're trying to turn that off and you do it instinctively. This is what we try to teach you. When you watch a sunset, you go, wow, you turn off and you observe and become the witnesser. You don't know you're doing it, but you know you like being there. I love watching the sunrise. I love watching the sunset. I love watching nature. I love that's why we tell you go out into nature, go out and experience, get away from the rat race that is. Turn off your internet, turn off your phone, go and do something that is nature. Why? Because you and the land are one. You are the, the land. You are nature. You are infinity. So the only way you're going to find yourself is what? This is why I'm the green man. This is why I have a tattooed on me. That's part of the Merlin title that I have, okay? When the Druids, when the Wiccans, those pagans of old and in, in this country as well, in every country of the world that you go subscribe to those two, they would go what? Oh, they would go out into wilderness to talk to the green man. What is that? Nature. Who is that? Me. You. Is our higher self. That is the vision quest that you're going on. That is 
doing the shadow work going with you. So all of those are different aspects that I'm showing you now from different religions around the world that are the exact same knowledge painted from their perspective in that spiritual way of life. But it's all the same message. First step in avoiding a trap is knowing its existence. So the, the realization in your mind and pushing yourself to that place of I am the witnesser, I am the creator, is not blasphemy. You taught that because they don't want you thinking that you are anything other than my money in my seats and know what I tell you to know. So you can't say I'm God. That's when they look what they did with uh, what's his name. I can see his face. I can't think of his name right now. Uh, when he said we're all God uh, back in the day and everyone says he, he thought he was he thinks he's God. And they got him on television. Do you think you're God? I can't think of his name right now. I'll think of it in a second. Peter, I know you're, you're probably blonde. He's got, he had blonde hair. He was a soccer player um, uh, and, or a hockey player. And uh, now his hair's white and he, he's older and he's English. And he's, I can't think of his name right now. Um, I can see his face and him trying to hear his voice, but I can't think of his name. But he said that and everybody thought he lost his mind because he went crazy because he thought he was God. He was trying to explain to everyone we're all God, right? That's the Godhead. The Godhead is the Jesus energy or the God energy. That is the realization when he says Godhead. When you hear anyone say that, that is not God. Thank you, David Icke. Thank you. I knew Peter. I knew you would think you know, That's why I said, Peter, you know who I'm talking about. I was trying to pull it out of your brain. I was hoping you were going to psychically give it to me, but you did it fast enough to get it in words. David Icke, thank you. Back, this was 20, 30 years ago when he came to that realization. Everyone thought he went crazy and they were laughing at him and said, he, he thinks he's God. <laughs> he thinks he's Jesus. And that wasn't what he was trying to, to get through to them. He was trying to get through to them that we're all God. And he said that. I watched one of the videos where he was in uh, on interview on television over in the BBC was, was broadcasting it. And he was like, they're like, so you think you're God? He's like, no, we're all God. What I call the Godhead. Because the Godhead is what you hear when people say the Jesus factor, the Jesus energy. It is, it is not just the knowledge that there is a creator. It is when we all are the creator. So they call that the Godhead. Some people refer to it. That depends on the religion. Okay? Depends on the way of, uh, of, of thinking. Every single one has a different term for it. Some Christians call it the, the Jesus factor or the Christian, the Jesus energy. Or the, you know, but it still means the creation, infinity. This is what Ross talking about. And the multiplex that is the multi-universe and that, that all of that is a physical manifestation of the of the one of the creator of all and so we're separated uh, in levels going all the way down to um, being a the rock or a tree or a wisp of air or a fish or a bird or a cat or a dog or whatever and then that is on its way back up you become a human in this place in other places you become other uh, entities that are non-human, that 24% of the of the known uh, uh, multiverses are human. We, it, in some places, greater value, so it kind of ranges, but it's about 24% across all of the multiverses are human. We kind of like this form. But when you think about that, we're literally one quarter, almost one quarter of every form in 3D is uh, bipedal human uh, of some sort, right? Uh, in, on this planet, we have uh, seven different DNA strands that make up the human genome that is here and we're all variations of that mixed in uh to whatever different degree uh, but there's more than that one quarter of the known or one quarter of the entire multiverse is uh this bipedal in third dimensions this so you have to understand that 
that means that there's a billion, 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 or trillion, 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 hundred trillion, uh, trillion, trillion, trillion uh, DNA strands that make up the human genome. <laughs> but on this planet, we have seven and, and uh, 14 uh, different races that are non-human, that are bipedal. Okay. Uh, so you have to realize that, that there's variations that are not human, they're also bipedal. Look at the lizard people in the in the graves. They're also bipedal. There's a lot of bipedal races that are not actually human. So we also, there's more, when you look at bipedal races in the third dimension, uh, we make up more than 50% of all races in the third dimension are bipedal. That's why you see it in Star Trek or Star Wars, where they try to show you that like, there's most of the races are bipedal, and then you have some that are worms and some that are flying and, and things like that, but most of them are bipedal. And that's not because we're arrogant. It's because uh, subconsciously or super consciously, the writers of those science fiction uh, novels, well, it's easier for humans to play the part, yes, but that it also is uh, as below, so above, as within, so without. So it's a part of our psyche, and we created showing that the multiverses are mostly bipedal because we like this form. Okay, so that's why it's that way. But then we also like other forms. We want to have them. That's why we show you a representation of fish and, and birds and and you have these smarter than us whales and dolphins that can't even communicate and don't even take the time to do it. They play with us. When they, when you know, if we capture them, and they are like, okay, I'll play along. You know what I mean? But then when they decide they don't want to play along anymore, they just lay down and die. And people don't understand what the hell's going on. I don't know. They just die. They just decided to die. It's because they were done with you. And it could also be that their life came to an end, and it's time for them to go. Okay. And because that's what we humans used to do as well. All right, let me continue. The so-called physical matter began. The concept of light is instrumental in grasping this great leap of thought as this vibrational distortion of it. Yes, Peter. Uh, sorry, I stopped because Peter said it was David Icke's first appearance on TV. It was the the Walken show. Yes, it was. That's exactly what I was talking about. Uh, was the, what I was the, the episode that I was referring to that I watched, and that was exactly what Peter. It literally knows what I'm talking about. He saw the same one. So if you guys, you could look that up. If you wanted to, you look at what Peter wrote, right? David Icke's first television appearance, and it was the the Walken Show, W A L K I N S H. Oh, he has A W. What did I Shaw. was the guy's name, but that's exactly what it was. You guys can look that up on YouTube or wherever, and you can watch that episode that I was talking about, where they were laughing at him and saying, "You so you think you're God?" And he was like trying to explain, "No, I'm. I, all of us are, in fact, the creator." So here we go. Infinity is the building block of that which is known as matter, the light being intelligent and full of energy, thus being the first distortion of intelligent infinity which was called by the creative principle. This light of love was made to have in its occurrences of being certain characteristics, among them the infinite whole paradoxically described by the straight line, as you would call it. This and we have the, the, the uh, let's translate that into the 3D and put it into the perspective of the Hebrew Bible. And God said, let there be light. Do you see? And then decided to keep it. Right? That is literally what Ross now explaining that it was a distinct event. A distinct, that was the guy's name. Thank you. So that's the show and that's the guy's name. So so the so the the creation, the the the, the realization of energy, the and the infinite energy manifest. And then coming down to a 3D uh, manifestation and showing that manifestation. That's why I was referring to an ancient tome, kind of just try, trying to describe two people in a 3D level 
of what, uh, you know, so, and God said, let there be light, and uh, that light is distinct. And I, I always love to say, and God said, let there be light, and then said, hey, you know what? It kind of reminds me of me. I think we'll keep it. Because it was a distinct vibration, and that light became, you see. But even that creation came from a different place, and that's where the, the infinite infinity became self-aware, do you see? So there is something that came from nothingness, and that thing that came from nothingness became, do you see, became self-aware. And that was the first step in avoiding the trap for that, was knowing of its own existence, the realization that it was, in fact, we're all playing that out over and over and over and over on this bottom, low, tiny plane in a, in a physical reality. We're actually playing out the creation all over. We're creating when a male and female get together and our and my sperm goes into the female through the masculine ejaculation into the feminine, the receptacle, and then she creates and becomes, and then that child becomes from us and then is born into this 3D reality through the birthing canal. And, and that's where we get the whole maritime law for human existence and the control of human existence. Going back to that, but it's a physical manifestation in the 3D reality of the creation in and of itself on a higher, 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 higher plane, no matter how high you go, back to the one. And all of that is the cyclical nature that is the universe. The zero point is the birth canal, and it is the creation, and it is the spiral, and it is through that birthing canal that God resides, because that is only there that the creation happens. And we see that playing out with the cyclical nature of the nature of this planet in the in the in the, the um, seasons playing out creation starting all over once a year uh, and then that cycle that if you look at the cycle of the 364 and a quarter or 365 but 364 and a quarter days or 28 13 28 day cycles and then you have those cycles broken down to the cycles of uh, all of the uh, the animals the females of all the animals and the males only uh, spawn once a year, but in reality for us humans, it's faster. Once a month, uh, we can procreate, right? We can have sex whenever we want, but the sperm can only go into the egg when the egg is ready and moved into place. And that happens every 28 days on the same cycle. So 13 times in a year, a female can get pregnant. Do you see? But then once she's pregnant, she can't get pregnant again. So that stops, and then she's pregnant until she gives birth, and then it starts up again. You can see? So you don't have pregnancy on top of pregnancy on top of pregnancy unless you have, uh, you know, twins or, or more that are all uh, happening at the same time. But you can't get pregnant and three months later get pregnant again because you're, that whole process stops naturally in the body. Why? Because the process has now started from creation itself. And once that process has to go from beginning to end, before it can go back to the beginning and have the, the possibility of creation once more. It's a perfect cycle. It's a cyclical nature, nature itself, time space. That is why the, the whole charm of making is there. And all of that, if you realize what it is, it's playing out in the, in the microcosm to the macrocosm. And if you realize that in a spiritual sense, the creation of the universe is the same thing. As, uh, and uh, that's why the goddess and the god uh, get together and he impregnates the goddess, then the god dies because he gives all of himself 
to the goddess so that she can create again once again she creates and this is the the western european southern european uh, uh ex explanation of the cyclical nature of the universe the god dies and then he is reborn but the goddess is forever the love is eternal and the masculine is fleeting do you see nothing ever sounds dumb just think it does because your brain says that's going to be a stupid question casey it's not that there is no dumb questions right so casey says this may sound dumb but does it matter energy wise if a if a female has a hysterectomy does the uh, energy still run the same yes okay the hysterectomy is just your physical body's capability to create a child that doesn't change your immortal soul or the energy that runs through your body. It just means that you no longer, and there's a reason for that, okay? And that is usually has to do with your spirituality. It really sucks because you chose, if, it, if in fact that's happening, uh, or it happens anyways. Okay, let's start with it happens anyways through menopause with women that you have a certain time that you give birth to children and then you don't. Why? Because it takes a toll on your physical body and you can die if you get that, uh, have that happen to you later in life because that is physically hard on you to do. So that's why women in their 40s and 50s don't give birth very often because you go through menopause and you can no longer have that. But those women who came through, my ex-wife was one of them, uh, my, my second ex-wife, the one that I just divorced this year or last year now, 2022, we just got divorced. She couldn't have children, but all she wanted was to have children. And she realizes now that she came through not to be able to have children, uh, to experience that. So she's came to terms with that, but it took her her whole life trying to have children, not being able to have children. And eventually she's in the same thing, had to have a hysterectomy. And then you, then you spiritually, it forces you to say, it wasn't my fault. Right. It wasn't my fault. The energy doesn't change in you because what happens is once it happens to you, you actually become more spiritual uh, or you don't. But either way, it's the lessons that you learn from it. You either go further away from God because that's what you're trying to learn, which meant that you were trying to learn to physically survive on this planet and not be spiritual in this lifetime. So it's driving you away from being spiritual or you become more spiritual because then you look at possibly uh, adopting someone else's child to raise a, a child because then now you're of the possibility that souls are more important than uh, DNA and you get outside the egoic mind of I have to pass on my DNA has to survive on this planet and, and the person that you're with also has to be in that same place or you end up separating and you end up finding someone else that is more co uh, cohesive with you spiritually you see so it doesn't it doesn't diminish your, it diminishes your physical capability for the creation of another human being because you rise above that. Uh, you go one way or the other. It's 50-50, right? It depends on your soul. You either rise above that spiritually and then look at helping people in another way or, uh, or, or uh, you know, helping uh, a child that doesn't have parents or that their parents had to give up by raising them uh, and, and knowing that it's not your DNA, but it doesn't matter because you love the souls. Or you go back to a physical plane and you just exist on the planet and you stay away from physical or from, from uh, spirituality because you're angry. Oh, God, I'm angry at God. Why does God do this to me? And I don't want to have any part of God. And now you're just living in a, in a physical way. Either way, you're still learning uh, what you came here to learn. So it doesn't diminish your energy. It just changes the focus of where your energy comes from and where it is put into. That's all. Um, so that's a beautiful question, though. It's not a stupid question because everything in your life 
Uh, Penny, welcome. Uh, hi, I did see you. I just didn't say hello because I was in the middle of, of, of saying that. Uh, every decision that you make does the same thing. Uh, and it either pulls you in a direction that is more physical, if that's what you're trying to work on in this life, or into the more spiritual, if that's what you're trying to work on in this life. And sometimes that changes. You might work on the physical for a long time and not be spiritual at all, and then all of a sudden start becoming spiritual. Or the other way around. Some people are very spiritual, and then all of a sudden they turn it off. I did that in my last lifetime, apparently. I turned it off and decided to just uh, focus on, uh, through a tantrum, I'm not going to do it. And uh, I, did, I don't remember doing that, but that's what they tell me. <laughs> that's what I've been told, right? And so because of that, now I'm doing it to the hilt on this side of things. So now I'm even more. So I did that in that lifetime. So that this lifetime would be exactly where I am, what I'm doing now. Do you see? So it just changes your focus of your spirituality and where you go with your energy and where your energy comes from. And all of that still raises, rises your energy and forces you upward, always in an upward and inward motion at the same time. People don't realize that looking within is looking with up, okay? It's because it's the, the duality. Everything you do is up and down, as within, so without, like Celeste said earlier. So the more you look within, the more you're also looking without, and you don't realize that you're doing that because the more you're focusing inward on yourself, your soul is also reaching up towards the light at the same time. The more you become spiritual and you're looking within, that's why people say, well, if I look within, that's selfish. No, 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 it's not. You're supposed to be doing that while also being aware of what's without as within so without so once you start to get the concept in your mind that everything i do internally externalizes and everything i do externally internalizes and you realize that there is no difference between that it is all the same that is the three six and nine energy one energy is spiraling outward constantly forever and one is spiraling inward constantly with forever but they're both the same energy and that's the infinity that's the nine energy that the hex boson that creates the infinity which is the figure eight energy and that is the energy that is that is constant so it is constant it's constantly going outward forever and inward forever but it turns over on itself and goes backward inward and it goes back outward at the exact same time so it's infinite it is a closed circuit uh that is an open circuit do you see so once you start to realize that, that is realizing the higher place of your reality. It's a parody of what I was saying. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing its existence. Once you realize that energy is, in fact, infinite, no matter which way you look, if I'm focusing on the outward, it's going to focus on the inward. And if I focus on the inward, it's going to focus on the outward. Unless I'm only focusing on myself, on the outward or the inward in the 3D, then it takes away from everything else because you're now moving away from getting into the trap of the mind uh thinking that you know and being rewarded by this 3d reality and getting rich here and getting famous here and having ego because it's the only way you can be rich and famous is to let your ego drive you and rule you and your brain so once you do that if you want that and that's what you seek you will get that but you will be further and further away from the light and the energy of creation as you do so that is what you have to give up to do that. That's why when people say, dude, you can make a lot of money in this. I can make more money at anything. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to be rich and famous. That's the opposite of why I'm here. Do you see? Right? Okay, so Casey said, that makes sense. I had a second spiritual awakening after my hysterectomy. Do you see? So, there you go. And I had no idea about that. So, so me saying that 
right? And then you and then you're like, wow, you're right. I did actually have a second spiritual awakening because because you, you will or you won't. You either will or you'll go the opposite and hate God. <laughs> so if you don't, you have a spiritual awakening, right? It's part of what made me who I am. This is Casey speaking. It's part of what made what made me who I am, and I know I have uh, learned a lot from it. Yeah, of course. And that's that's what hopefully we always continue to, to learn. That's what this is about. That's the that's the uh, knowing of the trap. So so to be able and the beginning of that is is the realization that I am. Right. That's the I think. Therefore I am. But it's not I think. Right. It's not the I think. I think. Therefore I am. It's just the realization that I am something. And that's how that what solidifies you into the trap. The trap is knowing that the thinking is not you. I am. Therefore, I am. That is God. Who am I to say that sent me? I am sent you because I am as I am. Do you see? That's the Godhead. That's the energy. That's the explosion. That's above the physical plane. The physical plane is just I think, therefore, I am. And so I am the realization that I am something. I am worth. I have worth. Therefore, I'm alive. And it's worth fighting for. That's the Conan, the barbarian. If you look at Conan the Barbarian, he went through that realization. And when he realized that he had worth, he fought for his life in the arenas. He became stronger and became uh, more deadly. And he fought and he became the best warrior that he was and eventually became king. That's what that story is about. That's his realization that I am. I have self-worth and worth something. And eventually that grew in him and his spirituality grew. And he wanted for something better than to be the slave because he knew he was worth more. That is that, that entire book, all those books of Conan, the barbarian, Conan the destroyer is his dark night of the soul, him going from a little boy to being a slave to then realization I'm worth something and then what do I do to, to keep myself alive? And then, hey, I'm really good at this. And then, hey, I'm best at this. And then uh, somebody said, you know what, I'm gonna free him. The very person who put him into slavery decided to free him because he also went through the realization but you don't get to know that unless you read the book and the movie that he just comes over and frees him for no reason go. And then when he's out there and he becomes free, then he's, what do I do with my life? Then it's, I need to take uh, uh, revenge for my parents being killed. And then he realized the world was much bigger and infinity. They, they involved that in the entire ideology when they said, what do you seek? And he said, infinity. He started realizing that when he got hooked up with the snake cult, uh, which is the Ouroboros, by the way, the Orboros. Uh, and that's I, I love the beauty of the way that was written. Although the guy who wrote it was crazy, and he said that Conan was standing behind him with an axe and made him sit there and type the entire book and said, "If you don't stop, if you stop typing, I'm gonna chop your head off." And he believed it, and he was scared to death. And he, but he channeled it. <laughs> you can look that up. The guy who wrote Conan, Conan came to him and stood behind him with his hand on his shoulder and his axe in his hand and said, "I'm gonna chop your head off if you don't write all this down right now." And uh, he had to write the entire book without stopping. No food, no water, no sleep, nothing. And he wrote the entire book. That's not a joke. You can look that up. It's crazy. Um, but that was how it manifested to him to get that uh, story out. And he didn't even realize what he was writing. But again, that was the message was the same. The realization going from nothingness to somethingness and then finding your worth and then uh, having a spiritual epiphany. And then eventually he became king and was a good king. Uh, and that was later on in the books that they didn't make movies out of. It was after Conan the Destroyer. 
there was other books, but those books weren't as, as cool uh, because he was a good king and had things to fight against. Uh, they, they've changed them. There's other movies that came out that you didn't know it was a Conan movie. Those of us who read the books were like, that's Conan. They just changed the name. Um, right? Like like Cole the Conqueror, that was Conan books. They, they stole the, 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 the storylines from and started making that. And that turned into Hercules. Uh, and that's why Kevin Sorbo played both of those characters. Uh, and he was he understood knew what he was trying to portray. And so the Hercules character, they blended that from the cartoon Hercules character from Heracles in history from the Greeks. Uh, and they took Conan and Heracles and put them together as one character. Uh, and uh, that became the Hercules, the television show that Kevin Sorbo played. He knows that. He'll tell you that. And, and so he, what he was trying to do, Xena was the same. Xena was the, fem- the feminine warrior that was basically the same character. It was still the hero character. And, and uh, she knew that, the, the woman who played Xena. Uh, she knew that as well. And uh, But they were teaching you something. And that's why their characters were so popular. And those two actors, actor and actress, uh, stayed doing those shows for so long because it was something that was showing you on a 3D level that was actually showing you a spirituality in the realization of reality and spiritualism that you don't really notice if you're in. It depends on, again, your vibration and where you are in your vibration and what you're looking for. So if you're looking for 3D reality, you're going to get the hero character who became rich and famous uh, and the actors who became rich and famous. But if you're looking at the spiritual uh, setting, the other side of that coin, you're going to see a completely different message. It is in everything and it is that way on purpose. Uh, so that's that's the whole lesson of you get what you take with you. That was what Luke was supposed to see when he went into the underworld was what is down there, what you take with you. Uh, and that's uh, and then again, right after that, he gets the speech from uh, from Obi-Wan that says you have to realize that all the truths you cling to are directly related to a certain point of view. And Luke still didn't get it. It wasn't until later, but they don't even show you that in the movies. It's in the books he gets it. Uh, by the time they're, they're doing Return of the Jedi, he has become a Jedi like his father, and he gets the message then. And he, that's why he becomes more calm uh, and direct in what he does uh, in the Force and everything when he uh, goes against Palpatine. Uh, he's able to then bring his father back, and people were doubting that he'd be able to do it. And he says, I have to go and face him. Uh, and he told Vader, you won't kill me because I can sense there's good in you. It was because he was at peace himself. He learned what he needed to learn, and you don't get to know that. You just He's dressed in black, and you're like, why is he in black? He's a Jedi. It's because he was starting to embrace the, all of the energies, and then he got scared of it uh, when the Divergent happened, and that's in the books, too, but in the movie. Uh, better in the books, uh, but they show it in the movie, and he got scared and didn't realize it again. He had to realize what was going on. It took Yoda to come and burn all the books uh, for him to start getting it, and then he sacrificed himself and became the... The, uh, the sacrificial lamb uh, who rose up, uh, so he became the savior character and saved uh, the, all the Jedi's that were left, so that they could carry on the, the whole thing. And that's all philosophical, and, and you, know, you get it better than you do in the movies. <laughs> the movies are great on a 3D level, and you don't understand it because they don't explain it to you. But those of us who have the eyes to see and the mind to know, we we realize what the, what that other side of that coin is that they're teaching you. Okay, let's Paradox is responsible for the shape of the various physical illusion entities you call solar systems, galaxies, and planets, all revolving and tending towards the lenticular. 13.10 Questioner, I think I made an error in asking that question. 
getting ahead of the process that you were describing. Would it be helpful to fill in that great leap that I mistakenly made? R.A. I am R.A. I attempted to bridge the gap. However, you may question me in any manner you deem appropriate. 13 point. That's why I spent so much time right there. If you now go back and listen to that question <laughs> and think about everything that I just covered. I just covered what she thought was a paradox and getting ahead of what, and then I'm showing you what Ra, I was explaining what Ra just said. I believe that I tried to explain that to you. Uh, and you'll, you'll actually, if you go back right there uh, after the show and listen to question 12 and 13 once more after you've heard everything that I've said, uh, you know, fast forward past what I said to get right there to that part, but hear the question again, you're going to go, wow, he just spent like 45 minutes explaining what Rod did in that one sentence, but then Dawn didn't get it. So let's continue. One, one questioner, could you tell me taking the question previous to the one that I asked about galaxy and planets, would you tell me the next step that occurred after that step? R.A. I am R.A. The steps, as you call them, are, at the point of question, simultaneous and infinite. 13.12 questioner, could you tell me how intelligent infinity became, shall we say, I'm having difficulty with some of the language, how intelligent infinity became individualized from itself. See, it didn't, and that's what he's not understanding. He's thinking in 3D right here, and he's not a spiritual person. You could, otherwise, he would be starting to catch that. He might still ask the questions because he is thorough, but I, I think at this point that he's not he's not understanding. And that's why he's like, well, how, can you explain that process to me? He wants the scientific process to be able to explain how and what that meant when the when the the, the infinity became aware itself so let's hear what Ra has to say for that. ra i am ra this is an appropriate question the intelligent infinity discerned a concept this concept was discerned due to freedom of will of awareness this concept was finitey this was the first and primal paradox or distortion of the law of one Thus the one intelligent infinity invested itself in an exploration of manyness. Due to the infinite possibilities of intelligent infinity there is no ending to manyness. The exploration, thus, is free to continue infinitely in an eternal present. 13.13 question. That literally is what I said in six different, let him do the seventh, different parables in the last 45 minutes to explain that. And that's why I said you go back and hear the question and then remember everything that I said and come back to that answer. That's the seventh parable, the seventh explanation to what he had said in there, what reality is or what infinity is and how the realization goes from infinite wisdom or infinite knowledge of being to all the way down to our three-dimensional knowledge of being. Do you see? I am. Was the galaxy that we are in created by the infinite intelligence or was it created by a portion of the individualized infinite intelligence? R.A. I am R.A. The galaxy and all other things of material of which you are aware are products of individualized portions of intelligent infinity. As each exploration began, it, in turn, found its focus and became co-creator. Right, see, that's the logos and the sub-logos and the sub-logos and the sub-sub-sub-sub. So 
creation created everything and every infinite little teeny spiral going inward, 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 and going outward, 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 and then moving back on itself is is a, another creation inside of another creation inside of another creation inside of another creation inside of another creation. And because we're creating, I, I create in my mind an entire scenario that I daydream, that's an entire universe. And then inside there is another version of me or anything that I create in there. And then that in there takes on a life of its own and then creates something else. And we encourage that because we want to, with our entire existence, is to experience every possible experiment or experience every possible experience that there can possibly be. So we want new and and another and over and over and over and over, and we're literally recording it and it's being recorded at the same time from our perspective and from the perspective of a viewer at the exact same time. And all of that information is going back to the creator. So we're all co-creators because we were created by the creator who created this, a, a creator who created another creator who created another creator who created me. And then I'm creating a, something else. And then that something else is creating something else. And that goes on for infinity, but we're all the same because we're all from the same creation. And this is what most people have that, that weirding way that, that uh, what they call quantum weirdness in on the quantum level, when you get to a sub a subatomic particles that becomes you get to a certain point uh, of, of going inward, 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 all the particles look identical and you can't tell them uh, any difference between my toe, my toenail, a hair on the top of my head and my left finger. They're all identical and you can't tell them. It is only when you pull out further and further when they manifest into what they're supposed to be. And this is why fractals scare people, because the, because it shows you the infinite uh, pattern that is a cycle that's over and over and over and over and over. And so I think it's a completely different new universe. And all it is is it's the computer trying to show you as best uh, what it can from the variable you're telling it. And so it's only repeating itself over and over. It's because our mathematics is wrong. And just like trying to, to calculate pi, we can only go out 19 digits or 29 digits and then it repeats itself. And that goes on for infinity. Why? Because we cannot represent the infinitesimal amount of data that it takes with the technology that we have. Same thing's happening in fractals. Fractals only exist in the computer. Okay? only exist in the computer and our understanding of that mathematics. So when they go, well, no, it actually exists in radio waves. Well, the radio waves are only our math manifesting in that reality. And our math is wrong. So we can't manifest 100% the entire uh, spectrum that is this universe, that is infinity. We can't fathom that at this level. So the closest we can get to it is a certain amount of digits, and then it repeats itself over and over and over for infinity. And that's why we would go, you know, E equals MC squared, because that's the, that's easier than than going 3.145967327459367254, and it just keeps repeating itself. And that's why we do that. We'll put like to the third power, uh, or we'll do to the infinite power, which is the three three or three three three, and that it, that explains that it goes on for infinity now. Right, because we can't get it, we can't calculate it to the exact. Why? Our math is wrong. Cannot fathom that. So if you're looking at fractals, you're having a computer do the same thing. It's just to, it goes to a certain point and then it just repeats itself. And and people think it's this brand new whole thing. This is an entire universe that's the other half of our universe. 
yeah it is but it's only but it's only a fraction of it just like the the fraction that you can see with our math here and if you don't have that understanding then you're not even going to get it you're going to be like oh, this is the newest thing and everything is so much easier there it's just because now instead of saying and the realization it's seeing well these numbers only go to a certain point and then i know we can't calculate it so it just goes over itself now the computer is showing you that not telling you that and so it's showing the more, the more you zoom in the more you zoom in that it's just the same exact uh, pattern it just gets closer and closer and closer to you and then it's the same exact pattern again it gets closer and closer just because it's it is literally now only going to a certain point and repeating itself on a smaller and smaller and smaller scale and the more you zoom in it becomes a larger and larger scale and it never changes and that can go on forever because you can't calculate it to an end and that is the way the universe is anyways because it doesn't end and so it, the computer is kind of giving you a glimpse of as within so without without people realizing it and they don't understand it they're children looking at a kaleidoscope and thinking that uh, that there's a, a bazillion uh, universes when they're actually onto it there is kind of a bazillion universes but they're only understanding it from one point of view and they're not grasping the entire uh, thing of it but it's okay because it's going to help people to move into a spiritual way and i know that probably doesn't make any sense but i'm actually again using another parable to explain exactly what Ross explained so let's continue using intelligent infinity each portion created an universe and allowing the rhythms of free choice to flow playing with the infinite spectrum of possibilities each individualized portion channeled the love slash light into what you might call intelligent energy thus creating the so-called natural laws of any particular universe each unit right and peter says look at the flower of life now that has to do it if you look at uh, Fibonacci sequence, and I hate that when they say that because they always say the Fibonacci uh, spiral, and the spiral is not spiral. Is in fact it's another, uh, it's a different version of the same mathematical equation. Fibonacci equation is straight angles that make up the rectangles or the triangles that make up the spiral. The 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 outside edge of that is a completely different. That'd be like saying that a square and a circle are the same mathematical equation. They are, but they're not. They're a different representation of the same mass. Okay, so the spiral is in fact the, the, uh, the golden mean ratio, okay? That is phi as, as opposed to pi, okay? So pi is the squares, phi is the outside edge that is the spiral that, that goes into infinity. So the, the, the flower of life has eight sides, right? So now we're looking at the octagonal, this is what uh, Peter is talking about, uh, the magical symbol of the universe this is also, this is why all the symbols, I just posted a reel that has uh, a whole mess of different mathematical equations and symbols in a circle in the universe. And I actually put a title on there. Everything you need to know is here. Okay. And that's exactly all of that it has every mathematical equation that is everything that, that all of the secrets to the entire universe. If you know anything about math and you look at that symbol that I posted, all of those mathematical equations and uh, that are on that in that object that, that it literally if you're a mathematician if you're a, a physicist you're like yeah man that's so beautiful it's like everything is there everything you need to know about the universe is manifest there in the 3d reality the best way that we can describe it in mathematics and then i have another one that i posted that shows a person sitting a silhouette of a person sitting in in the lotus position with the sun shining through their chest as their heart and I say, everything you need to know is right here. Because everything, it is identical. One is a mathematical uh, language, 
showing you the same equation that is manifest in the physical of that person with the heart chakra and the sun shining through the uh, showing you the light of their heart coming through or the, or the sun itself uh, going through the heart chakra to show you that. okay so so that it's exactly the same thing in a different manifestation uh, an explanation of what raw is literally talking about the co-creation the co-creators and the logos and the sub logos sub logos sub sub logos all of that okay let's continue and I'm only going to do this for a couple more minutes. I'm going to have to go because I'm going to have to get dinner for my mother soon, okay? So at 6.30, I'm only going to go for a couple more minutes. Here we go. Universe, in turn, individualized to a focus becoming, in turn, co-creator and allowing further diversity, thus creating further intelligent energies regularizing or causing natural laws to appear in the vibrational patterns of what you would call a solar system. Thus, each solar system has its own, shall we say, local coordinate system of illusory natural laws. It shall be understood that any portion, no matter how small, of any density or illusory pattern contains, as in an holographic picture, the one creator which is infinity. Thus all begins and ends in mystery. 13.14 Questioner. I think we're going to stop right there. Let's just do that. Okay. So we'll stop with Raw right there and then we'll finish here and then we'll, then we'll pick up there next week. Just because it's 6.30 and i got to get dinner ready for Otherwise, she's going to get hungry and start wanting to go to bed. She'll get bored with what's on television. And she's already starting to look at me. She got up to go to the bathroom just now. <laughs> and she gave me this look, and it was just the, the I guess she's been watching. I left her on a, um, uh, an aquarium uh, uh, show that has people saving animals and fish and stuff like that, which she's okay with, but she's been watching me now for two hours. Yeah, for two hours. So she's probably getting bored. Uh, so I'll have to get off. Okay, so... Um, yeah, thank you, right? Thank you, Karen. Karen said, have a wonderful evening with your mother. Thank you. Um, and you guys have a wonderful evening as well. So I am going to finish it there. But like I said, if you go back to question 12, listen to question 12 and then listen to everything that I say, uh, uh, unless you just remember everything that I say and then all the way up until now, uh, I'm showing you the manifestation and the co-creation coming from the creator and how that changes all the way down to us. And, and I explained it in the fractal, the spirals, I tried to explain it in every possible way, including mathematics, and Peter, uh, by throwing that in here about uh, looking at the, the flower of life, the symbol of the octet of the octet uh, octagon, and uh, the magic symbols of the universe, and then I segued from there, right, uh, into that. So you can look at the visuals that I put up on my reels, the last uh, the four reels that I put up. Uh, you can see those, especially the last three or four, because I put up well, one from Einstein and one from Nikola Tesla, which is to it is basically talking about the same thing, by the way. I posted those yesterday, uh, those three or, or four in the last uh, three or four days, knowing that, that we were going to be discussing this coming up here. So I do all of that. Everything I do is on purpose. Sometimes it looks random, but then when, I, when people listen and then they go, okay, that, there was no randomality. Uh, even the music that I play, if you look at if you find it, because uh, when I make it like on Instagram, if I put it on Facebook, it doesn't tell you the name of the song. If I make it on, on TikTok, that's why I stopped doing it on TikTok, because they're going to get rid of things. And I'm starting to make them on Instagram, even though Instagram, uh, you know, censored me uh, because I because I put up that that one with, uh, uh, you know, with the Gates and, and, and those guys saying the people, the very people who say the, the planet's overpopulated are the same ones who are saying they can save your life with a vaccine. I got uh, taken down from two platforms for doing that. Um, uh, they're both banned from there, but you can still see it on Facebook. Weird because Instagram is Facebook and Instagram uh, censored me and so did YouTube. Uh, 
but but I think it's back on YouTube now and TikTok. I fought and they've been back up. I've been having to fight all the stuff that I posted in the last two weeks. I've had to fight. Uh, on, if there hasn't been a single post uh, that I posted that didn't get taken off of some platform out of all the ones that are up right now currently for you to see, they're all back up except for uh, like you'll see the the one missing from or two platforms with the guys with the, the, the uh, uh, shot. Um, but the rest of those were taken down as well. I had to fight to get those up. Why would I have to fight to get up the thoughts of Nikola Tesla? Why would I have to get up the, the fight to get up the thoughts of uh, Albert Einstein? Why would I have to get up the, the, the fight to get up uh, a mathematical equation telling you everything you need to know is there? Why would these platforms want to censor me from getting that information out? And, and, and different platforms censor different buttons. But, uh, but every post I posted since the 20th of this month until now, the 27th, I have had to fight on one or more platforms to get that back up. And a couple of them are missing from some of the platforms. Uh, so if you go to YouTube or if you go to Facebook and look at the reels there, or if you go to Instagram and look at the reels, or you go to TikTok and look at my uh, my reels, you'll see that that um, that most of those, they didn't want me to give those, those that information to you. And they all used a different reason for me not to get it up, and I fought them. So those they're up. Facebook has been the most lenient, and people call it fascist book, but they were the most lenient and, and let me put most of them up, except for they did fact check me on the one with the shot. But the other ones, they let me put up without any fact check for spirituality. The spirituality, the Chinese didn't want it up, and neither did Google. Okay, I had to fight uh, uh, Instagram on one. I had to fight Google on two. I had to fight TikTok on three. Okay. Out of the four that I put up, crazy. Think about that. So go and look at my reels that I have put that I have up, uh, especially on Facebook because all of the reels are currently on Facebook. You can watch them there. Um, I think I think the one for the shop. That one's not as important. But look at the reels from the 20th of January until last night. All of those have to do with what we talked about today on the law. They are all manifestations for you to, to make you think. And if you now, after hearing this show, if you go and watch those reels. You're going to go, oh, I get what he's saying there. Because then there you're going to understand the explanation that I gave, that Ra gave, and all the parables that I was trying to teach you there. I was showing. And I hadn't put those out to the chats yet. Most of the time you guys know that like, when I make a reel, I'll, I'll link it in the Law of One chat. I didn't on purpose uh, because I didn't want people seeing those until after the show. So those of you who organically saw them, you may not have realized uh, but after the show, it might make you go, wait a minute, I should go back and watch them. And if you didn't get that, I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. So uh, those of you on the a Love One chat on Messenger, uh, if you're in there, I may or may not post them there. But I would suggest going to look. Because if you're on Messenger, you're already on Facebook, go to Facebook, watch my reels, and go all the way to the 20th. Uh, anything after the 20th until yesterday, the 26th. Uh, I, I may have put, put a couple up after midnight, so there might be stuff from the 27th. But all of those, there's like four of them. They were all done on purpose because they have to do with what Ross talking about now and everything I covered in the last two and a half hours. All right, guys, you guys have a great night uh, or the last two hours and 40 minutes. <laughs> you guys have a great weekend. I love you guys. Share this out, share this out, share this out. Um, I'll put this up for those of you listening on the MP3 broadcast. You can go to YouTube if you don't like Facebook. If you don't like either of those, you can try Instagram. You can go to TikTok. Uh, you can see uh, those up there. And if, uh, and if none of those... Uh, appeal to you. Um, maybe I can forward it to you in another messenger of some sort on another platform if you want to watch those reels that I put up. But if you understand 
uh, or if you understand everything that I've shared, th- thank you. Everything I've said, thank you, Karen, for sharing, uh, for sharing this out. Uh, if you guys, in fact, do get what I'm saying, you don't have to see the visuals, but if you want to see the visuals, that's with the platforms that they're on. Uh, go there, look up my name on on those platforms. Leonard O'Neill, you'll find me there. Uh, I'm Leonard Dot O'Neill uh, on one. I'm Leonard Down, or you know, the, the down slash. Uh, Leonard Down O'Neill on one, and then another one I'm on Leonard O'Neill one. Uh, on YouTube, it's Leonard O'Neill zero nine six seven. Those are that, that's that's how my name is, is done on those platforms. You can find me there. So TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and on Facebook, you can just look up Leonard O'Neill. Um, I think Leonard O'Neill one on uh, Facebook. Uh, or you can, if you're listening to me on Facebook or on one of those platforms, you already have a link. You can find me and watch my reels uh, and they have to do with everything we said have a great night have a great weekend i love you guys um i'll be back uh next week and to continue with the law of one um peace out right